How you doing? Hi. Nice night. Mm-hmm. Pizza dude's got 30 seconds. Mm-hmm. Hey, Mikey, did you ever think about what Splinter said tonight? I mean, about what it would be like. You know, not having him. Hmm. Time's up. Three bucks off. One twenty-two and an eight. One twenty-two and an eight. Terrific. Where the heck is one twenty-two and an eight? You're standing on it, dude. Just slip it down here. Give me that. Hey, this is a ten. The tab's 13. You're two minutes late, dude. Ah, come on. I couldn't find a place. Wise man say, forgiveness is divine, but never pay full price for late pizza. I gotta get a new route. And I thought I delivered everywhere. Yes, friends, the new Turbo Ginsu. It dices, it slices, and yet makes french fries in three different... Whoops. Kids. And we are not really. I don't know what we are right now. I got fucking net pings that are 3,000. I've got net uplinks that are saying lost. I, right now, I feel like we're on Apollo 13. And we, do, we got wicked shimmies. That's what we got right now. We have wicked shimmies. Houston, we got a wicked shimmy. Internet Explorer, stop using it. Again? Uh, come again? Uh, wicked shimmies? Oh. The shimmy, shimmy shake. This night has sucked so far. It's not good. Oh, but everybody's in the chat room, so I, I guess that's good. Our pings are okay right now. Our uplink's okay right now. So, uh, there you Clock. We're supposed to be 9 o'clock. It's 9.40. Yeah, 9 o'clock, everybody. Yeah, we're 40, 40 minutes late, so. 9 central. Uh, so well. early, then, is what you're saying. Yes. <laughs> Um, we we had a lot planned for tonight. We we really did. Uh, at ten o'clock, we've got uh, Richard Griffin calling in, uh, and we have Nate here. I don't know your last name. Silva. Nate Silva. Yeah. Are you a UFC fighter? I 
believe it or not, am not. Yeah, I think everybody with the last name Silva has to, you have to fight mixed martial arts. It's, well, if you're from Brazil, that's, oh. the, that's the trick. You're not from Brazil. I'm not from Brazil. Are you married into Brazil? No, I'm in Portugal. Uh, same thing. And, and it's Nat, not, <laughs> it's Nat, not Nate. Nat. Oh, I'm sorry. That's fine. I get called whatever. So as long as I know that you mean me, I'm not that concerned. <laughs> there we go. And uh, you are the writer and star of Future Justice. I am. Which we're here to. We're going to talk about, and we're going to. We're going to. We're. We'll get to it. Wait, okay. So Simmer down. To, we don't we're have to get call to in it. for it anymore. No, we we still have to con- contact the director Richard Griffin uh, at uh, at around ten o'clock. So in about five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> you guys well, do roll call the new studio. A roll call. Was oh, that? Is that a loss? I don't even know what oh. happened to roll call. I think it's... it might have got lost in the move. No, I mean I have it. I haven't played it because Charles isn't around, mm. and he's still kind of in it. He so, hasn't come to any of the new shows. So, so it was uh, funny. I we played the little bit from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the first live action film. What year did that come out in? Eighty nine. Eighty nine. Somewhere in there. Long ago. <laughs> I, I, it's it's ridiculous now. Things. Things are old now. Things that I was, oh, I'll never be old. And, is uh, that the one with Vanilla Ice? No, that's two. That's oh, okay. the Secret of Dews. Gotcha. Uh, one is the best one, by all means. It is the, it is a damn good movie. It's actually it's it wonderfully is. directed. Yeah. The cinematography is great yeah. in it. Like, yeah. It's just a great uh, movie in general. A little dark. A, a, it's, it's a little dark, a little kind of scary well, for the kids. The source material, though. <laughs> as, as much as we want to think of the cartoon as the source material right. for Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. It's not. Not at all. Well, and that's why I, I think it's funny when people... Well, the source uh, for that movie was clearly the cartoon. It wasn't the comics at all. Oh, this is the one where the kids are so bad because they're smoking butts, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, Sam Rockwell no. gives kids cigarettes. He does. Yeah. They throw um, they throw Shredder off a building and into a dump truck. <laughs> yeah. And then Casey Jones is just, oops, whoops. I accidentally murdered you. <laughs> yeah. I know. I love how just nonchalant he is about yeah. it. He's just like, eh, you're dead. <laughs> Raphael swears at the beginning of the movie. He just screams out, damn. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Did, did he say shit? No, he screamed. I feel damn. like he said shit at one point too. I, think just, I, think, I guess you're right. I think he just said damn a couple times. Chevy Nova. <laughs> I, was, I was always disappointed. Leonardo had those two swords, but he never stabbed anyone. No. No, he he chopped at them. Yeah. So like he, he wouldn't <laughs> stab anybody, but he'd slice their skin or something. He yeah, did to have like creative he did, things I believe, like stab the pizza. Yeah, to like stick yeah, his yeah. swords in the ceiling and use them to kick people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Michelangelo did that with a bike seat, and he fell. On his shell, he did try to like slice at the foot ninja, and he just ducked out of the way. And then, like when they finally caught on to it, like he just kicked him. Instead. Or when when all the foot ninjas had axes and the they chopped up ninjas, yeah, they chopped up April's whole apartment. Oh, Nat, are there other swords in Future Justice? Uh, not not really, actually. I I kind of had originally intended it to be much more. Uh, sword based but you just didn't go that it, way it ended up with lots of guns which it, i was surprised about does it have mutant turtles in it <laughs> it has mutants in it oh but not turtles <laughs> like, no, like no a, turtles i think I'm you're gonna of. lose some of your you <laughs> know <laughs> audience i can i can tell you that they're turtles and we can pretend let's do that <laughs> all right it's magneto totally turtles <laughs> both uh, magnetos <laughs> um the uh what was i gonna say about that oh everybody's upset about the new Ninja Turtles because the they look Michael terrible. Bay. I always well at first it was like oh my god they're alien people were upset that they were aliens but again you go back to that original source material they were fucking aliens no, they, they were weren't. yes they were they had TGRI they come from another, ooze no they, they come were, from another planet and the the ooze cut, came from 
Dimension X. Mews comes out of a different planet. They're still turtles from Earth, but they yeah. are. If they are aliens, by... why would they be called mutant then? Because teenage alien turtles didn't really it, it didn't fit. <laughs> it's all about the cadence. Yeah. Really. People couldn't relate to uh, to aliens. They could only relate to mutants. It's true. I oh, I don't make the rules, but I was. I, re- I want to see tween. <laughs> Alien <laughs> Ninja Turtles, something you, like that. I did guys, like that the Ninja Turtles had crushes on girls, but like, what would, how would that work exactly? Because they had no visible penis. Have you, have you never seen a turtle penis before? No, it's, is there a hole in the shell for it? Yeah, they it's like tortoise. massive. Tortoises. Yeah, it Huge. is massive. Because it's got to come out of the shell area, <laughs> over the shell area of the girl, and then into that, you know, turtle vagina. So Where does it come cloaca. out of the shell? Is there a, a penis hole? I think so. No, the shell is actually hard, but the penis is so strong on a tortoise that it bursts through. <laughs> it breaks the shell. Yeah. So the first time it gets an erection, it just pokes right. a hole out. <laughs> right. That's just how hard they get. Do you guys remember on Fox, they had an afternoon live-action Ninja Turtle show where they introduced Venus, the female Ninja Turtle? Do you guys remember that? There's I remember a female Ninja Turtle, that. but I don't remember it being live-action. It was a live-action uh, Fox Bring it back. It failed. I, I think it lasted one season. Shell boobies? She did have shell boobies. <laughs> you are 100% correct about that. She had shell boobies. And her was name that, was Venus. Is that the one Corey Feldman was the voice of Donatello? Or? Uh, no, I think it was the movie. Oh, was it? Uh, yeah, that, was, that was both movies, I believe. Corey Feldman was, uh, yeah, he was Donatello yeah. in the movies. Corey Feldman, I think, plays the voice of some one of the characters in the the new animated series that's on Nickelodeon. He plays the the voice of one of the characters on the Goonies. I remember that. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it, no, no, he was the mouth, not the voice. With all this Ninja Turtle talk, with the new movie coming out, I was reminded of Pizza Hut. They tried to do something where well, they tr- they put together a glam rock band where each the ninja turtles were in coming, coming out, out of, of their shells. shells yeah and they didn't wear they didn't have shells they wore like denim jackets and like jeans it was they had a song called pizza power it was like pizza power and these delivery guys dressed up like Pizza Hut delivery guys came out and they danced on stage. It is maybe one of the worst things. I owned the cassette tape and blasted it every day. I knew all of the words, like coming out, coming out of our shells. I, just, I remember all of this this music and it it was bad though. It was it was nothing good. Did you ever listen to it on your Teddy Ruxman? Uh, no, I didn't have a Teddy Ruxman. You didn't have a Teddy Ruxman, no. but you had that. Wow. You still have the tape? Maybe my parents do in a box somewhere. I doubt it. I think they were like, oh, finally the kids are gone. Let's destroy everything they own. I don't think any any part of my childhood still exists. Uh, that could be worth big bucks. I doubt. There's no way. There's no way. <laughs> Did you find uh, any of that on YouTube? This is supposedly coming out of their shelves live. But the whole thing. It's eight minutes. I give you fast forward. I'm skipping through, but yeah. Wi-Fi is bad.
They weren't well-designed turtles. What, what's the message of this for kids? The message of it was to eat pizza. They, they kind of <laughs> look like, like Mission ABBA. accomplished. <laughs> they look like ABBA at the end of like Mamma Mia, but like in their colors. Like it, in, it's actually... Uh, you can you turn it off. There, the, <laughs> before their song, Pizza Power, uh, they did. They were like, oh man, whenever we're feeling low and our energy's down, we just grab some pizza! Pizza Power! It, it just... It, it's a whole concert dedicated to promoting Pizza Hut. <laughs> you could only buy the cassette at Pizza Hut. You could, that's the only place you could purchase the cassette. You'd have to actually, that's right, you had to buy a large pizza. To get the cassette. Right. <laughs> yeah. Just and unlock could, the ability to buy the cassette. To buy the cassette yeah. for eight ninety nine. Right. <laughs> Do you remember the cassettes? They had that um, baseball commercial at the beginning of it uh, about the kids playing um, baseball and there was like a whole Pizza Hut thing. Let's see if I can oh, find Pizza it. Hut, man, they were. Oh, so you had it ready? No, it was the next link on the thing. Oh, <laughs> can we turn that off? It was just pizza clips. <laughs> do you remember the song? Oh, yes, I do. Where, where did they play this? This was the beginning of the VHS tapes that they sold to Pizza Hut. This is yes. just before the turtles came on. Oh, and they took everybody to Pizza Hut after the game. Yeah. He catches the the ball way out in the field. Yeah. That was Port Billings, Port Lily. <laughs> I remember Pizza Hut used to be like the delicacy pizza for chains. Like you'd go there because like, you'd never go to Pizza Hut, but then you'd go there and you'd get like a stuffed crust pizza and it'd be the best. And then like you're an adult and you try to have Pizza Hut once and you never stop shitting. <laughs> like, from that point on. They have buffets now set up. Do they really? Oh, Pizza Hut buffets? Apparently. Oh, oh no, there's a, no, buffets have always been a Pizza Hut. It's delicious. You go there. The lunch buffet, is it's yeah. like a couple bucks and you can eat as much pizza as you want. They kicked Jordan and I out once. <laughs> they ate too much pizza? <laughs> oh. You forgot to silence your cell phone. Florida is calling me. I don't know why they want, want anything from me, but yeah, I just... I, I, all of this came flushing back into my mind this week, and it was great. I, I forgot all about singing along to... Uh, the coming out of our shells. I just what I I really want to know is I want to meet the people that had to dress up as the turtles because you know they weren't singing. You know it was just a, a soundtrack. Somebody put a you know a CD into a CD player and they played this music, and these guys were just the dancers inside. And I want to see the people. I want to meet those people. I, I wish there was a documentary because I imagine there's just drugs and. <laughs> I, that's all I can see is these people right after the show entertaining all these kids. They just go and they just, oh man, I gotta do some blow. And they're just hopped up on cocaine and there's so much sex and there, there's, there's so much. There's a seedy underbelly to coming out of our shells. And I feel like we should do a Kickstarter and try to connect with these people and find out who the real people were inside oh. of. I want people to go to like a sold out Dave Matthews band or. Bruce Springsteen concert and they just start covering those songs. People are like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> Pizza power. <laughs> Pizza power. At one point, I think Shredder came out on the stage. And they, <laughs> and they, and they, oh yeah, they just push him. Like they, they don't even fight him. They're just gonna, no, you're nasty. Get away. Get out of here, Shredder. I like, Nobody likes you. I like how the listeners hung on for 50 minutes to hear a pizza song. <laughs> pizza power. I'm surprised anybody stayed for 50 minutes. I would assume the show was canceled if I was a listener. Well, no, they, they saw my tweets. The, our dedicated fan oh, right. base. They really they followed us. No, it actually goes to show you 
what non-lives our listeners have. Like everybody that's in the <laughs> chat right now, Michelle, Anchor, fucking, uh, Brett Bauer was in there uh, yeah, a little Beer while ago. Yeah, Beer Geek Brett was in there. They they have no lives. They they waited fifty minutes to hear this shit. <laughs> but Matt means is thanks for listening. Oh yes. yeah, no, no. he hates you. He wants That's you to what I was going to say. Thanks, thanks for waiting on us and not just going out. And... We love you guys. We Jordan, really Jordan must have bailed. <laughs> Jordan, was he in there at all? I don't know. He probably. I don't, nobody cares. Nobody gives a shit about this thing. <laughs> I'm sorry, Nat. Nobody. No, this show. Nobody cares about it. It's just. It's a negative cesspool. Clearly, at least three people care about it because you listed names. I did list some names, and there are. We usually have four or five regular people in the chat room. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like um, Michelle just said, since we started so late tonight, she figured we would have skipped the nonsense. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I know. Right to the headlines. (laughs) Lesson learned. (laughs) The Lotus Cast is an award-winning show for best live broadcast. That's true. We thank you, Dave, for bringing that up. (laughs) We forgot since then because. We're not even broadcasting where we won Best Live. Are we? Yeah, we are. Are we are? Butt is working just fine. Let me make sure that's true. Yeah, we're 17 minutes into Butt. Um, I also wanted to... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I also wanted to talk about... So, uh, Wheelbarrow Full of Dicks is uh, one of the shows on our Radio FUBAR network, RadioFubar.com, and they, are, they air every Monday night. Uh, and they do this thing that I, I wish I... Every once in a while, you hear one of those ideas, or you... I'm sure you probably run into this occasionally, Nat, where you hear an idea or you see an idea, and you're like, fuck, I wish I would have thought of that. And you kind of get a little bummed out, and you, you, you get mad that you didn't think of it. And they have this, uh, this thing going where uh, it's like a fantasy league for summer movies. So each one of them draft <laughs> movies. There's a draft, oh. and they, they have to draft from the pool of the big summer hits, and they, all, they pick three each. And the way that they, uh, they come up with a score for this is it's um, how much money it makes, I think, the mm-hmm. first two weekends. And then they multiply that by the Metacritic the score. Metacritic, all right. And then that gets its point. So one of the guys picked uh, Amazing Spider-Man 2. Uh, the guy that's drunk, drunk on the show, he picked Amazing Spider-Man 2. And I think he got a score of 78. It did have $148 million, um, a Metacritic score of 52, <laughs> which isn't good. Sounds about right. So... Uh, who are you waving to? Oh, hey, what's up, Kevin? <laughs> so stranger I, danger, stranger danger. <laughs> exactly. And I got I got really jealous. I'm like, man, this this is a damn good idea. I wish that's something we could do. <laughs> and now I'm thinking what we, we now what we should do is just it. do it anyway. Yeah, no, we should draft that. their people like that pick, <laughs> <laughs> that had the picks. Who we think's gonna win? <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, who we think's who, who we think will win? Uh, last year, I, I think drunk actually won. He took it all by a landslide, but yeah, man, I I, I was really jealous, and I I was I'm going to see Godzilla. I forget which one of them drafted Godzilla. I'm going to see that this weekend. I'm kind of excited about it. There's a lot of really good buzz. Are you a fan of any of the old uh, Godzilla films? Uh, I I am. I'm not the biggest fan. Yeah, uh, because I my best friend in the world is in fact the biggest Godzilla fan who ever lived. Yeah. Uh, so I just, I recognize that my level of fandom, which I thought was, was legitimate is just not at all in any way legitimate. <laughs> right. When placed next to uh, the pinnacle that is John. <laughs> I, yeah, because there is like Godzilla fans get really, you know, there's the first film and then that's its own. It, it's a, a standalone film, uh, the black and white. 
Mm-hmm. And it's you have to watch the Japanese version, not the one where they forced uh, what the hell was that guy's name? Didn't the Japanese call it Godzilla yeah. Fat or something? No, yeah. well uh, they yes. called our Godzilla <laughs> yeah, Fat. Our yeah. Godzilla is yeah. fat. Yeah. Well, it's, it's America, so <laughs> America. It, went to, it went to Pizza Hut first. Yeah, there, there's a version where which I would assume most people have seen here in the states, which is where they put uh, something. What's his name? Uh, they they put they filmed a bunch of scenes of Raymond Burr Raymond. I forget the guy's name, and they just put it in there and made a movie that's completely separate from the actual storyline, the the Japanese Godzilla. And then you have all the monster flicks where they mm-hmm. fought different monsters, which it gets really campy and horrible. And then I think around '84 is when they started to try to bring some legitimacy back to the. And then Matthew Broderick did his Godzilla movie, yeah, which Fer- was awesome. Ferris Bueller and <laughs> Ferris Best Bueller and P Diddy soundtrack. Ferris Bueller did have his uh, his day off with Godzilla, which <laughs> I remember as a kid i was really excited for that and then was so angry after I saw why it. godzilla had a bunch of babies it was so nice <laughs> it was it's really a family film that was it was a, a wonderful wonderful a movie. family film is the new movie gonna have like his friend monsters and like the robot version of godzilla right little godzuki or whatever <laughs> oh no it's uh mecha godzilla yeah mecha. i think there's two alien uh creatures that he fights in this film uh, i believe there's a at the end of the spoiler alert he fights the Cloverfield monster. Yeah, he fights the <laughs> Cloverfield monster. And I think the Pacific Rim robots. I, I would watch that crossover. I'm not going to lie. Godzilla and, and... And Pacific Rim. Yeah, oh, yeah. I, I Did you see Pacific Rim? Oh, yeah. It was a great film, right? It was a lot of fun. It was a ton of fun. I, I really enjoyed that movie. I think it's a standard, though, whenever there's like a monster disaster movie that the Statue of Liberty must be destroyed. <laughs> Every single one. It's always a shot of the Statue of Liberty. Yeah, shredded. Yeah, well, we just hate Lady Liberty so much. <laughs> that no, bitch the, the monsters a... hate Lady Liberty. It's, it's yes. symbolic. Right. I see. I see. That's okay. how we know they're the bad guys. <laughs> Those damn dirty apes. <laughs> and the ghost bus is still good for a ride. Yeah. <laughs> I, I totally forgot about yeah, that. Yeah, that was a, you know what they Holy use Lady Liberty. Yeah, they yeah. ride they ride Lady Liberty to to victory. Wait a minute, hold it's on. It's all it's all metaphor here. Yes, <laughs> all they did was ride Lady Liberty to the museum, right? <laughs> they could have right. taken a taxi. That, <laughs> hold on a second. <laughs> they used one of those like old Nintendo controllers too. What an extreme waste of resources that the Ghostbusters used. <laughs> They they sprayed all that gunk all over Lady Liberty the inside, and they walked her. <laughs> well, what was the let's, let's be fair though. If you could do that, wouldn't you? <laughs> a few blocks too. Like, I feel like she's like, we just have a few blocks to go. Went through the ocean. <laughs> There's a lot of traffic. It's rush hour right now. We could drive. We could just walk. No, let's take the Statue of Liberty. Well, we got this. They had to intimidate Vigo the Carpathian. He was uh, he was a bad guy. He was really intimidating. And they didn't had to, the actors say anything? Back. Like when they read that in the script, <laughs> and they're just like, "Are you serious? We're we're walking the Statue of Liberty." Well, you yeah. you know they were drunk or, or high, yeah. And they were just like, "Dude, you know it'd be awesome." <laughs> I no, they were high. They were eating pizza. They were probably near the the fucking Statue of Liberty. Like, well, we need to get back home. Oh fuck, we don't have a ride. <laughs> we're gonna have to walk. It's Wouldn't too bad. It would be great if we <laughs> use the Statue of Liberty. That is just I now. Didn't and they, they even have to walk to the Statue of Liberty <laughs> and then spray the whole thing down? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they were already at the library. They wasted so much time just to ride the Statue of Liberty. Well, they had to be high enough up or something to get in the window. Oh, that's right, because they smashed. Yeah. Through. It's been so long since yeah, I've seen this movie. I haven't movie. seen the movie in so long. 
this is a this is a problem. I think the last time I saw it is like literally when it came out. Like, I mean, we already missed most of the show anyway. Just, let's cancel the rest and let's just watch Ghostbusters too. <laughs> Anchor Babcock in the uh, chat room says Ghostbusters two was a total abortion. <laughs> uh, hey, yeah, he says they they couldn't bring back Stay Puffed, and they needed something big. In, in the next sense. Ghostbusters movie, they're gonna have the Statue of Liberty skateboarding around. <laughs> ha- ha- have a backwards hat. <laughs> <laughs> really connect with the youth of today. Like right. Poochie. Yeah, Poochie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so stupid. That's, that's the dumbest. I, honestly, looking back, it's just the stupidest thing that they could have ever thought of. To, uh, I mean, a crane with a uh, wrecking ball? Like, that would make more sense than attacking the statue. How would they have we, gotten that high up? The wrecking ball with the crane. Just, I don't know. You, you see, I did that. <laughs> it's official. <laughs> Um, all right, it's it's ten o'clock. I feel like we should. Uh, uh, we're just not going to take a break. No, no, we shouldn't because I don't have. Oh, a you break. need this guy's number too. <laughs> I was wondering if he's calling in or if I'm calling him. You're calling him. In the meantime, now yeah, tell us about future justice. <laughs> <laughs> we we actually have a show that's kind of planned out. Like we kind of put things together and we think, okay, this is what we're going to do here, and then. And then the second hour, we got our guest spotlight. We talked to our guest. We really just this then, is well. Forty-five minutes will uh, will uproot that pretty yeah. quick. I would imagine. Joey Thundernuts over here got really upset. He wasn't happy at all. I was not. Yeah, I don't think he's happy still. I'm I, still not happy. He was very flustered, and you know when he gets flustered because he he becomes a little temperamental. You know, like like little. He, uh, it doesn't help when you're clearly provoking in Langel too. What Provo- happened? Provoked. Yeah, provoking, uh, provokefield.com. No. <laughs> I, like that. I like that even now, yeah. even now it's there. In the discussion about him being upset, making oh, yeah. him upset. Blame me for him being flustered. I know. No, you guys clearly, you'd be like, Jeff, what's wrong with the Wi-Fi? Yeah. Is it working yet? <laughs> Joe, is it working? It's 9 o'clock, Joe. Nine Joe. Joe. No, 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 but that's different. That, that's That's reasonable. To ask that, because then you want to know if it's working or not. If you're not communicating, no, then... they clearly when I was doing something and it's clearly not ready. Like when I have an Ethernet cable plugged into a device and I'm packing away my keyboard, I'm not. It's not ready. Clearly, that's not. And just say like, is necessary. it ready yet? Is it ready yet, Joe? <laughs> the, my favorite is he plugged in some extender up here. And he was like, I, Joe's repeater in. <laughs> Joe, do you need the repeater? It's, on the table. Got the, it's got three bars. <laughs> I was like, oh. Only three bars. <laughs> just, he's just—he's not happy. He's silent. I'm not, I'm not happy. He's so silent. <laughs> you know that when people get angry, they're just quiet and they're like, "Well, okay, I'm just short and not happy." Joe, do you want some moonshine? <laughs> there is still plenty of moonshine because you guys did not drink any of it. Well, because we're smart. Yeah, and <laughs> that shit was nasty. I'm sorry. If I didn't have to work uh, tomorrow, I'd give another shot. I would never. I'm not. I will never drink that shit again. Ever in my life. Last week, um, I'll uh, drink it. We we had a friend of ours who brought in sweet potato moonshine. That's what these two jars are. Uh, You can try some if you'd like. I'm I'm okay. Uh, It's not good. It doesn't taste good. Well, now you've turned me around on it. (laughs) Clearly, have to try it. Well, this may sway you. Do you ever plan on having kids? (laughs) (laughs) What I've lost that ability now? Yes, probably. AJ asked if you could stop sexing them, please. Joe. I, if I could stop sucking him? What? Yes. I didn't do Would that. you say sucking him? <laughs> Sexting him? Sucking him on. Um, if only I got his number. Appar- though, right? apparently, AJ, apparently AJ thought you were coming on to him last week. Me? Yeah, he said... What did he say? There's... 
is Joe coming on to me? <laughs> I think Joe's coming on to <laughs> me. When did we have a, a discussion? Uh, when, well, well I remember that whole night. Like, I don't I, you, There was a lot of uh, that. What? There was. There was a lot of me coming on to AJ? Yes. I don't remember that at all. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently you were coming on to him. I, I don't. It know. wasn't like egregious. Well, I just put was... out the vibes. Everyone just assumes I'm coming on. To it them, was. So. It was like clearly in jest, but it was there. I don't remember that at all. Well, it, was, that, it did happen. I listened to the show to make sure. <laughs> no, so, you didn't. Yes, I did. One of the like ten listeners was me. So <laughs> you're welcome, Lotus Cast. I'm sorry if I made you fluster, Joe. No, I'm not. You guys are not. <laughs> totally <laughs> not. At You're not. Sorry I at tried. all. <laughs> I try to say that on a straight I, face. I'm always happy when it happens. Like, I, yeah, I know you are. <laughs> Whenever anything doesn't work out for somebody, I'm happy. It makes me happy. Like, You're, you are schadenfreude uh, <laughs> type of person. If, if Joe called me and said that his car broke down and he was stuck on the side of the road and then a semi-truck plowed into his vehicle, I would laugh. I would, <laughs> he would. He would, <laughs> he would laugh. It, it would make me happier. I would only hope... Make sure that, you Snapchat that to me first. <laughs> I just like that he would call you to tell you about this happening. Uh, well, well, he wants him to be happy. Yeah. Right, so. right, right. Joe, Joe lives to, to make me happy. Oh, and our guest's on the phone. <laughs> Apparently he was offended by well, the... Uh... Well, I'm here. I'm oh, here. hey, what's uh-huh. up, buddy? Hello, hello. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you? How are, how are you doing? I'm uh, doing very well. All right, we are talking about Future Justice, which uh, is a film you directed, and uh, Nat here, who is in studio with us, he uh, he wrote the uh, the script, and you you star in it. You're the yeah. I, I got a question. Okay, that's you got some big balls on you, right? To write a script <laughs> and then cast yourself as the lead, right? Well, that in fairness is not necessarily my fault. Okay, <laughs> he was just so good. <laughs> Did you look back that's, at your audition that's tape? That's what I meant, really. Is, uh, no, I can't when, help when, being this good. I mean, they had to cast me. <laughs> no, when, when Richard first came to me, he asked me to write it and star in it. So that kind of was an, an intrinsic part of, of the movie. Coming okay, together. wait. So was this your brainchild, the entire script, or was it Richard's brainchild? Uh, kind, of, kind of both of us. He was the one who, who came to me. He, uh, was, it, was it 2007 that you did uh, Mutants? No, it was 2011, but we had come up, a friend of mine, Rick Ribello, and I came up with just a title and the character, uh, Python Diamond, uh, but the original title was actually called Fists of Karma, um, and we were just going to do a post-apocalyptic picture, and they kind of, just it kind of sat and fermented for a few years, and then 2011, I was doing a 48-hour film thing, and we did kind of a variation on it called Mutants of the Apocalypse, which was kind of furthering the idea of it. And then it just kind of, once again, sat on a shelf until, you know, uh, I talked to Nat and I said, listen, I, I want to just do this. And I had read a script that Nat had written called uh, Behind the Door. And I was very impressed with his ability to write characters and dialogue, which is something, you know, kind of, you know, not always an easy skill to come by amongst screenwriters. A lot of people are very good at coming out with plot and story, but Nat was very good at writing character and dialogue, and I, I just gave him a basically a you know, four-paragraph outline of what you know, I wanted the, the, the germ of the story to be, and I just said, go ahead and write it. Nice. And uh, very quickly, I think, what was it a month, Nat, that you wrote the script? Yeah, yeah about a month uh, once we 
got the go ahead. Now, after you write a, a script like that in a month, do you are you so confident with it? Do you go back and rewrite it, or is it done one month and everything's all set? Uh, we we were working on a on a schedule where we actually uh, I started writing the script and we knew that we were going to be shooting the next month. Right. So like it had to get done. It had to get out. We had to start casting and we had to uh, get the scripts into the actors' hands so they could they could learn their 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 roles and things like that. So uh, there wasn't a ton of time to go back, but you do you do want to take a couple of passes at a thing and, and make sure that it's it's where it needs to be in terms of the the quality level. Now, when you guys are writing a post a post apocalyptic film, everybody's going to compare it to Mad Max. Every like that's post, especially kind of when you read the description of. The film on I wouldn't IMDb. compare it to that. Maybe like Hunger Games. <laughs> a little Hunger Games. Well, it's it's not. I mean, Mad Max is a what I would separate the the genre. It's an adventure picture. Future Justice isn't an adventure picture. It's a siege picture. Okay. Meaning, there's a group of people, a group of here, survivors in one place, and they're under siege, which goes back to the old days of westerns. Okay. And the movie um, Under Siege. And so all. All post-apocalyptic films pretty much are modern westerns. Fair enough, yeah. They call you got Star your good guys, you got your bad guy, and they, they have it out. Yeah, that's true. That's yeah, exactly. That's all. They, they really are. They're futuristic, they're futuristic westerns. And, you know, even when we were in pre-production, the movie I showed my crew wasn't a post-apocalyptic film. I showed them a film by Howard Hawks called Rio Bravo. Right. Uh, with Dean Martin. And... Um, much more futuristic way uh, what I was leading to with the people comparing it to Mad Max though is does that is it kind of annoying when people come up to you and uh, will they say anything or they bring it up or they say hey I liked this because I liked Mad Max is that uh, uh, I, I, I don't know because the premiere is on Sunday right right and <laughs> so I understand we'll, that we'll see how that goes I, I, as long as they said they liked it, I don't care if they said they I, they like it because it reminded them of Sophie's Choice. As long as as long as they say they like it, okay. I, could, I could care less what the uh, the uh, comparisons are. You you guys are having the premiere this Sunday. It's at Cinema World in Lincoln, Rhode Island. It's May eighteenth. You actually have two uh, two showings: seven p.m. and nine p.m. Tickets are ten dollars. I believe you can uh, find Cinema World online. And are there pre-orders for the tickets, or is it just at the door? It's orders. Uh, we're almost actually sold out for the seven o'clock show, um, and we're now kind of filling up the nine o'clock. So it's, it's, the response has been remarkable. It'd be hilarious if the seven o'clock sells out and nobody's there for the nine o'clock. And I don't mean that to be rude, but it's just oh, the sold, it's so big on the seven o'clock, and then everybody just goes home. Well, the, the nine o'clock is always there in case cast a cast or crew person can't make it. So it's more of a like a. Yeah, courtesy screening of the picture, but a lot of times we we tend to always do that for our films, and um, we always get a good turnout for both. So very very happy about that. Have you ever thought about doing a premiere at a drive-in theater? <laughs> you know, there's not many of them left, um, and uh, you know, is it safe to film on a boat in the ocean? I mean, there's one there's one left in Rhode Island. What? 
Uh, the Rustic. Wait, don't yeah, the second. Rustic Theater. <laughs> what did Joe just say? I said, "Is it safe to film on a boat out in the ocean?" Are, th- are these questions that are just coming in? <laughs> I'm just. I was just thinking because you said that. All right. <laughs> Joe's still flustered. Wait, who said what about the ocean? Hi, the Richard. ocean of Mad Max. Hey, Richard. It's Dave Langell. How are you this evening? Hey, Dave. How you doing, man? <laughs> really good. To go back on um, what Richard and now was saying earlier that they wrote it in a month and were shooting a month later. If you're not familiar with Richard's work, you know, Nat works him, with him a lot as well, they, they get things done. They really do. They have an idea, they get a script, and they get it shot, and they premiere it all within, you know, months' time. And Richard has multiple feature-length films that are in distribution, domestic and foreign, um, countless awards for his movies, and he's been doing it for about 10 years now in Rhode Island. Yeah, I'm, I'm very excited to see uh, Future Justice. Actually, I... The the poster, I would say, would really hooked me. When I saw the poster, I was like, wow, this this looks like a good movie to go see. And movies now, the posters are so cliche. There's just a shitty, you know, oh, there's just like the one guy standing in the middle of the poster. And this was, it looked interesting. Like, I liked the future justice, the font of the justice was in the, the pink. <laughs> and, and it looks very retro. It, it looks sweet. I... I it's the, one of the first times I've seen a poster. I'm like, I really want to see this because of this fucking poster. Schoenbach, who is becoming quite an in-demand poster artist, he actually does stuff for a lot of um, video distribution companies, like major ones like Shout Factory and places like that. He's doing their DVD covers. And we were very lucky to get Mark, um, and he really has that you know, retro 80s style to it. I mean, the film, Future Justice isn't really kind of a 80s homage film. I mean, it's definitely very kind of modern looking. I mean, it's, you know, it's, I didn't want it to be four floating heads, you know, the typical right. Photoshop, you know, movie poster. I wanted it to have some style to it, and Mark's work just really impresses the hell out of me. What, um, I guess, what's the uh, the music that style that we're going to hear in this? I, I'm always interested to see um, I guess. What is that? Soundtrack issue. Is that you? For some reason, it got really loud from my earbuds that I play <laughs> back on the the show. Yeah, who who's doing the music for Future Justice? Um, his name is Daniel Hildreth. He's from Massachusetts, and it's a very orchestra um, sounding soundtrack. I mean, it's not. Um, a lot of films have very kind of synthesizer type, you know, soundtracks, but this is very kind of a full orchestra. A very kind of John Williams, James Horner kind of sound to it. I mean, it's definitely a very big, big sound um, coming from the from the music. And he did a beautiful job and did the entire score, I think, in under a month. Man, you guys just, month, was just one month. You guys did this whole thing. Yeah, yeah don't no. waste any time. <laughs> the premiere being, you know, this Sunday. Richard's going. Richard, when do you start sins? Nine days later. Start shooting Sins of Dracula, um, oh, yeah, like nine days after. Yeah, he's, you know, Richard just keeps pumping them out, and, and they're quality films, too. Hmm. People are entertained by them. They're great. It's, uh, it's good, I guess, to have a good drive for, uh, and passion for what you do. Uh, Nat, tell us a little bit about your the lead character in Future Justice. <laughs> um, well, Python Diamond uh, was an insurrectionist. His name against. is Python his Diamond. His name is Python Diamond. Was that his... Like he was born with that. The parents gave him that you name, will, or did he you will change have it? To watch it to find out. Oh, with a name like it, that, he has to be a badass. You would think, right? I hope that uh, he got bit by a python, and he was like, "Ah, oh, his teeth are sharp like diamonds." 
I was, it was that he was actually Gar- just really too Cole. badass to die from the python bite. Uh, right. so, you don't give yourself a name of something that has conquered you. Like, <laughs> no, he killed. He, the, he would have had to kill the snake and be with like, the diamonds. That, yeah, with the diamonds. Well, like, we like to, you know, I like to say that he's he's dangerous. He's dangerous as a snake and as pretty as a diamond. Oh, you know. Oh. He carries a, py- a python skin handbag and wears a diamond <laughs> necklace. He used, he used to be Boa Ruby. He, 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 has, really. he has that uh, diamond that killed all of the apes in Congo. <laughs> oh, you, you can't get a better you know, action name than that, though. Python yeah, diamond. Python diamond, yeah. But he uh, was, was in rebellion against the, the, the fascist government that, uh, that kind of overtook the, the the world and was eventually caught and imprisoned and and so when we meet him in this film he's being uh, awakened from cryostasis and shipped back to Earth for sentencing and execution uh, and of course when they get back the world is in a post-apocalyptic state that it was not when they left yeah. so everyone really is has to deal with with coming back to a world that is completely destroyed the just you're never prepared for that right like destroyed like the wally planet or <laughs> like a different post-apocalyptic like escape from la uh more more massive nuclear fallout than uh like fallout the 3 we bought too much stuff version <laughs> i actually wanted to ask uh, in the description it talks about how uh the prison planet is titan the moon of jupiter yep. and saturn then, saturn same thing they're basically the same. They're next door they're, to each other. Not. One has rings. The other one doesn't. They both have rings. And, uh, they do both have rings. God damn it. <laughs> didn't, didn't they make Jupiter not a planet anymore? No. I'm pretty sure that happened. Yeah. It actually was almost a star. That's exactly. Pluto. <laughs> okay, so I wanted to ask. Uh, now, they put the prisoners, they hold them on Titan, and then mm-hmm. they come back to Earth for the trial mm-hmm. and sentencing. Is that almost like taking the Statue of Liberty <laughs> downtown? To... Yes, New York. <laughs> it seems a little, uh, you know. Ghostbusters, too. <laughs> Come on. No, well, I, I... the people who are stored in this prison are the kind of people who you do not want getting out ever. Yeah. So if they escape on Titan, they escape onto an ice moon and they die. Okay. If they escape on Earth, they escape on Earth and you're kind of screwed. But can't we keep them on, like, Mars <laughs> or Venus? Those are way too habitable. Oh, okay. <laughs> I actually had the pleasure on, of being. <laughs> I actually had the pleasure of being on set for uh, for a day, and the uh, locations that they found for it are unbelievable. So looking as like old, you know, post-apocalyptic locations is fantastic looking. What were some of the places that you picked to uh, shoot? Were they all here in Massachusetts, Rhode Island? It was all in Rhode Island, actually. The entire film was shot um, in Pawtucket, Rhode Island, and um, we were looking for basically a series of old abandoned warehouse buildings and factories and we were very lucky enough to the chief of police in Pawtucket suggested this one location that was an entire city block composed of these buildings that created an enclosed area so we could actually film in the middle of it you'd see nothing but these buildings you wouldn't see any through traffic or anything like that so what you had was this kind of perfect surrounding of these buildings so you couldn't see the outside world that was a big concern was you don't want to see like traffic going by, right? You know, in a, in a, in a world that's supposed to be devastated. So it was. We're very fortunate, and the bulk of the movie was actually shot in a three-story abandoned Catholic school. Oh wow! Uh, that had been that had been gutted, and we built sets 
there. We shot the bulk of the picture there. Um, so it was just great. But basically, it was five minutes from my house, so it was uh, it was very convenient for everyone um, to to shoot there, and it just gave a perfect look for the especially for the budget we had. You know, we were, we had to be very cautious about um, you know the look of the movie uh, to give it a sense of scope, but without breaking the bank. It was just kind of great luck to be able to find these locations. We also had an amazing production designer, Margie Wolf, who did a lot of the costume and props and special, you know, and set work, um, and gave the film just a really nice, nice quality look to it. Uh, in in our chat room right now, uh, listening live, uh, one of our listeners, Anchor Babcock, said that uh, Future Justice sounds like a, a Jean Claude Van Damme movie, <laughs> and he threw out some uh, some titles. Uh, <laughs> That uh, he said, "Time Cop, Future Justice." Uh, he has Back to the Future Justice, which I kind of nice. enjoy that title. Um, there was one up here too that was really funny. I can't find it now, but yeah, it, it does have this really badass. It just got all around. Just has this badass tone to it that I'm really excited. Well, I'll to tell see. you where the title. I'll tell you where the title came from. If you promise to keep it a secret, I promise. Uh, all the listeners, please cover your ears right now. <laughs> okay. I could not think of a title for the picture. Well, originally, I said it was called Fists of Karma, but that sounds more like a kung fu picture. Definitely. Um, and I was watching a bunch of post-apocalyptic films to get kind of prepared, and I watched a really terrible one with the late David Carradine called Future Zone. And there was another one called Night Justice, and they were both new David Carradine films, and I just took the two titles and, and just blended them together and future justice just had this kind of like you'd expect to see yeah like John you know Jean Claude Van Damme or right. something like on the video store shelves in like 1992 it, and it just had the perfect sound and I just like the, the way the two words kind of right. form together you yeah. know in the movie do you have an homage to David Carradine like is there like a belt hanging from a fan or something right before the premiere I was at a roast for for a playwright in Rhode Island, and I said his career was so dead it should be rung up next to David Carradine. <laughs> um, which continues. truly shows you at what level of maturity I'm working at, you know. But his legend will forever continue. Um, Richard, I did uh, I did some snooping on you today, and uh, I I looked at your face. Found your underwear. I, <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, <laughs> You keep those very clean. They smell nice too. Uh, no, I was on your Facebook page, and you were uh, you, you were complaining. Or was it really a complaint uh, about the new Batman look? Well, you got to remember, man. Uh, first and foremost, I'm an old dude, um, and to me, is Adam West. Yeah, he, you know, Batman. To Batman, to me, is uh, is a fun comic book that kids read. I mean, you know, that's just the way I grew up, the way I look at things. And to me, it's like, it's so weird to say, well, we've made a Batman film that you can't take a 12-year-old to say. Right, right. Because they're so violent and so dark. But that's just, you know, that's just an old man bitching at the clouds, well, you know. <laughs> it's actually funny because uh, our very own Dave Harvey, famous for Harvey's headlines, David Dave Harvey, he feels the same way. He agrees with you. He thinks that these Batman movies that have uh, got like a little darker, they, uh, you know, that they're not. The, what, the way they should be. The way I feel about superhero movies is if they don't have camp, they're just ridiculous stories about like the most. I I, I don't like them. They 
Like if somebody's running around in a well, leather suit. I always suit, tell people you have to be you have to be really careful about how serious the story you're telling about a guy wearing a cape is. Exactly. Exactly. Right. Because the more the more serious you play it, the funnier it becomes. It almost works against what you're trying to do. Right. That that it goes it starts to become funny in spite of itself. Because at the end of the day you've got a guy in a cape <laughs> running around pretending to be a bat. I, I agree. And I, I think that was like the one thing one thing Nat and I when we were talking about this movie, we were like, We don't want it to be goofy and campy, but at the same time it has to have some humor to it. Because at the end of the day, if you play this too straight, if you play this too seriously, then people will turn against you. Right. No, you know, you've got to have truth. you've got to have a little bit of fun in it, and it's like I, I really enjoyed like the Avengers film. Yeah. Uh, because it still had a sense of fun to it. It wasn't like depressing and dark, but at the same time, it wasn't it wasn't cheap and goofy. It wasn't right. cheesy. Yeah, Mar- I think there's a, f- a fine line. Marvel is doing a really good job. They've they've seemed to uh, f- have figured out that whole formula with the superhero films, and are doing it very well. And the uh, exactly the Avengers. You're oh. gonna regret those remarks when capes come back into fashion. <laughs> <laughs> well, the, the Avengers film I thought is is one of the best of all time. It just it feels good. You're having fun the entire time. You're on the edge of your seat. It's not just. Uh, I felt that way about the greatest American hero. <laughs> actually, I thought I thought Sam Raimi's Spider-Man Two was brilliant. I, so, that was actually pretty, like yeah. the, probably the best Spider-Man movie. I actually really enjoy the uh, the the first three Spider-Man movies over these two that Sony have put out recently. I don't know about three, but yes. yeah, yeah. The first two were, were great. You didn't, you didn't like the little montage where he's like walking down the street all sassy? Well, no. The reason I didn't like three was for the same reason I don't like the first Amazing Spider-Man. Uh, I haven't seen the second one since it came up, but they just fist so many people into it right. for no reason that have no actual The second role. Spider-Man came out was not really about Spider-Man fighting villains. It was more like Peter Gwen Stacy love story. Like that's really? all it was. That, that was it. Yeah, yeah. The also, villains. Anthony, do we really need another origin story? We, we, know, we know this already. You don't yeah. have to give us the origin story again. So I, sick of origins. The, the, the thing I hate most about the new Spider-Man movies is that I like Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man. He plays a great Spider-Man, but his Peter Parker well, is even, outrageous. Can't even tell he's Spider-Man. He's wearing a mask and. Well, no, I mean, I mean, like his actual mannerisms and the way he speaks and everything. He, he plays Spider-Man the way that Spider-Man actually acts. But his Peter Parker isn't anywhere close. Right, it's not a nerdy like kind of shut down kid. He's kind of a cocky, arrogant hipster jerk. Yeah, I, I feel like you almost can't blame him for that because I'm sure he was told. You know, oh, of be course. Hip. Oh, of course. Hey, I, I don't really blame the actors. That's why they cast him. When people <laughs> attack an actor, like oh they they ruined this film. It's like no, they they really got offered the part and are playing. <laughs> They're reading a script that somebody wrote for them, and you can't really blame an actor for that. That's well. Don't you feel like George Clooney saw the first Christopher Nolan Batman film and said, "Why wasn't I in that one?" <laughs> maybe, maybe, he probably like. Why, why, why did I get stuck? Why did I get stuck in the worst one? I disagree. It's the best one. <laughs> <laughs> you, you can't, you can't believe that at all. I really, I, I had don't the best like with the nipples. Yeah, I don't the really like nipples. the Batman movies, and I like that one because it's the most outrageous. That's the one with Alicia Silverstone in it too, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah she's Batgirl. 
Yeah, uh, but <laughs> Mr. Freeze. Yeah, Mr. Freeze. Yeah, yeah. yeah that was the best and one. Poison Ivy. Yeah, Poison Ivy with everything. Alicia Silverstone used to be hot, but she's not hot anymore. What happened to her? I, Where there, did she go? Wh- I want to know what happened to her. Doesn't she pre-chew her kids' foods and then yes. spit it? In yeah, her mouth? yeah. Right. She baby birds. Yeah. She baby birds her kids. That's really strange. It's not healthy. Not healthy at all. But you said there's mutants in your movie. X-Men, <laughs> Days of Future Justice Past. <laughs> <laughs> yep. There we go. It's good. I like it. Um, are you guys... Took Adam 30 minutes for that one. <laughs> <laughs> are, are you guys movie snobs uh, when it comes to these big blockbusters that come out during the summer? Is it something that you... Because you guys are so involved, you make your own films, it's an art to you guys. You take it you know, very seriously. You're passionate about it. When you see some of these films, are you able to just kind of let it down and say, all right, I'm going to enjoy this. I'm going to eat some popcorn and, and drink a soda and watch this film and just enjoy it for what it is? Or do you guys really like, ah, you know, screw that, it's a, it's a Michael Bay film. Or uh, screw that, it's, you know, the whatever big action actor. I mean, I, no, I mean, I have, I, have nothing, I have nothing against, like, Hollywood movies. To me, it's like, if you enjoy it, I don't care what it is, if you get some kind of enjoyment out of it, then it's good. It works for you. Right. I, being, being a middle-aged dude now, I don't actually go see films all that much anymore. Yeah. I, everything I see is, is, was made probably before 1990. You know, everything I watch now. And it's just, it's just something that happened. I used to go see two or three films a week. But my problem is everything that comes out now is a sequel, a remake, or a reboot. Right. And I'm like, I've seen it already. I don't want to watch another origin story of Spider-Man because I've seen it five times now. Yeah, it, you know, I don't need to see how Batman, you know, became Batman. I'm like, I've seen it. So yeah. I, this lure of going to see movies now is kind of diminishing just because I've, I've, I, I, maybe I've just seen too many movies. Yeah. And, you know, it's just you start losing your, your love of it. So I tend to watch a lot of old films. Um, what about you, Nat? Uh, I've always been pretty good at, at kind of compartmentalizing that and uh, being able to go in just as an audience member. Uh, you're going to be disappointed. Of course. And if you approach Inception expecting Pacific Rim, you're going to be disappointed. Right. So it's all about knowing kind of the the type of movie that you're deciding to go spend two hours of your life you yeah. know, enjoying. Uh, it's very true. What was that? Oh, I've came out with uh, Ryan Gosling yeah. in it. It was a two-hour long it, music video. It was a very um, not Fast and Furious film. And actually, at the time when that movie came out, I was working at a movie theater, and I remember people coming, storming out. They're so pissed off. Like, yeah. This isn't anything that I thought it was going to be. And it's the expectations thing. Yeah, yeah. You know, it turned out to be a little bit more artsy. Which is, which is why it's always weird no. to me when films have trailers that completely misrepresent what they are. Yeah, that is the f- well, trailer owners pick those, don't they? The trailers, not, yeah. not the trailers no. that run before the movie, but like the trailers that they show on television for a movie, oh, that, movie. That, that is like, well, yeah, this is a comedy, and then the it's marketing like department, a yeah, the marketing yeah. department thinks like this is what will sell the movie. Like they did it terribly yeah. on what was um, John Carter. Like they didn't sell oh, that yeah. movie at all, and yeah. it was a much better movie than like what the trailers made it seem. And and what it always feels to me like is you know they just they want the ticket sales, and so they do the thing that's going to sell tickets, and they don't realize that it sells tickets, but then everyone is going to be pissed off at your movie. Right. Yeah, yeah, Speaking, exactly. speaking of trailers that tell exactly how the movie is, um, Future Justice has a trailer out and some clips too, right? 
where um where yes it does is. um there's a there's a david thank you for bringing it back it has a uh, trailer and uh, a two-minute clip and uh it does not mis inter- you know misrepresent the film at all it, it shows you exactly what you're what you're going to be in for um you know i definitely will say one thing well no it's on the phone right now <laughs> Because usually, usually I just curse his name as much as I can humanly do. Um, it, it, it's that that screenplay has considerably better dialogue and characterizations that you'd expect from a movie like this. Yeah. Uh, and the one thing that really, really I, I thought separates the movie. I mean, obviously we don't have the production, uh, the budget to blow up entire city blocks like a right. Transformers film, nor would we really kind of want to, but the one thing I like about it is that you actually give a shit about the characters. Yeah. You, you care when their lives are in danger, you know, unlike most films where you're just like, I can't wait to see this person die. Yeah. The boof. You know. The <laughs> boof, yeah. The boof from Teen Wolf? <laughs> you know. Well, we are very excited. I think, you know, going back to the, going back to the, tra- going back to the trailer thing, though, is I think one of the problems with movies now is that they're not allowed to have any kind of shelf life. Right. Yeah. Is that they come out and then in a week later they're gone. Where it used to be when I was growing up, movies were released regionally. Yeah. Meaning they would open the film up in New York, then they would go to um, they go to the Midwest, they would go to New England, and they would develop kind of a cult following. Right. So you can make a little picture that would develop through word of mouth, and even you look at something like as big of a movie as Titanic was. That film didn't do well in its first couple of weekends. Yeah, it built a it built an incredible head of steam, but very slowly. And I don't think you can do that now. Yeah, and it's yeah. too bad because it, you lose out a lot of great little movies are being made that you know unless they make two hundred million in their first weekend, they're forgotten about in a week. Well, it's also Titanic stayed in theaters for the entire year. Yeah. It was yeah. that was the exception, but it, and it had the days. demand too, though. Right, it did. It's actually it's funny that you bring that up. I was thinking about that the other day too. Where if you look at films that are coming out now, what what films are going to be the ones that are the legendary films, like your your Godfather or anything like that? What has the staying power that when you go back and watch it, it's still as amazing, and you still kind of get the the warm and Whoa. fuzzies. The Matrix trilogy, yeah, it is just like it, it is yeah. just like a quick burn off, and that's just I guess the way our society is now. It's that quick, like like with the whole uh, bring back our girls. It's just a quick hashtag that you can throw out there, and you did yeah. something. You felt like you did something, and then it's gone, and you everybody the forgot about with it. Music too. No, it's very yeah, exactly. There's there's not really a band out there. I would say now that is creating music now, new. That is wow! This is fucking amazing. I really, I, I can listen to this forever. I think that there are people that feel that way about uh, some artists that we wouldn't agree with. Like people will say that about Eminem, even though I don't agree at all. But there are tons of people that are going to say that, right? Um, but I, I mean, I would like say Kanye. I would honestly, well, yeah, I don't know why, they, but they'll do that. Yeah, but I don't. And think I feel he's that same way about. Power. I feel the same way about the Godfather. I never enjoyed that movie oh. as as in a legitimately perfect <laughs> Can you shut movie. Shut up, his mic, Joe. <laughs> no, it's not. It's not that perfect movie that people will say it is. It's just right. not. Dave, that's wrong. No, it's I mean, not. Clearly, wrong. it's wrong. <laughs> no, it's not wrong. It's a fine movie. I'm, I'm, hanging, I'm hanging up right now. <laughs> no, it's I'll a see you movie. Sunday, Richard. It's a good movie. Yeah, but are you are mad that movies. you agreed with him now about that other movie? <laughs> no, you, I, you guys are part of the issue here because you're saying that it's a perfect movie, but it's not, and you know it's not. It's not that good compared to other movies that are equally good. What? No. What? Are, what's no. Well, the thing is, the thing is, 
you have to remember that movies have a very are very strange subjective things in that a lot of times movies are of their time. Um, you know, it's something in the air. A film like Taxi Driver came, a lot of that came from the time that the film was made in. Right. It right. came at a certain time of urban decay and post-Vietnam uh, anxiety and things of that nature. So it's very hard to look at a film made, you know, from a clear perspective from the time period that we're living in. But the thing is, all these years later, we're still talking about The Godfather. Right. So its relevance in cinema must be profound because we're still talking about it. If you think about the thousands of movies that came out two months ago that we've forgotten about, right. well, I think that's then it does say anyway. something, and it's all, it's all a very subjective thing, what we take from it. You know, people will ask me, like, well, what's the favorite film you've made? And I always tell people it's impossible for me to tell you that because... My own films comes from the experience of making them right. and the people I worked with and the experience. It's very hard for me to be subjective. And there are certain movies that I saw as a young person that had a very profound effect on me that um, it would, be very, would have a very different reaction to me if I saw it right now at, at 40, you know, four years old. The same could be said. Um, with, but uh, to, me, to me, Godfather is, is a perfect film, but it's all subjective. At the end of the day, some people look at Matisse and go, right. that's the most beautiful thing I've ever seen. Some people look at it and go, eh. And this, uh, the same can be you know, said for, for, for bands. Uh, there's a lot of bands that I listened to when I was younger that, you know, when, you, when you're driving in your car, you got the windows down and you're, you know, 17, 18 years old and you're emo because your girlfriend just broke up with you or something. And you put that one record on. And, man, this is the best record. You play it over and over and over again and it makes you feel all this stuff. And you go back and listen to it now. It's like, oh, it's, not, it's not really doing it for me. I mean, you're in a completely different place. Uh, and, and yeah, I agree with the, with the films. It's the same way. It's just everything. I, there's a movie. Um, I don't know if you guys have ever seen it or, or heard of it. it was I loved Finding Forrester. Yeah. Take the keys for God's sake. It did things mm-hmm. to me as a kid. Like when I saw it, I was like, man, this is a great movie and then i think i went back and watched it um you want to go back a few basketball? months ago and it just didn't it didn't have the same effect that it did on on me as a kid a young little you know hairless man. no it's funny it's, it's a very it's a you know all art has that effect my favorite film of all time is a movie probably no one has ever heard of a movie called um a patch of blue with sydney portier right. Never heard and of it. it was the first film i I saw it when I was 10 years old on the late, late, late show, back when they didn't have infomercials on television. They used to play movies. And it was the first movie that really made me emotional watching it. And I didn't realize that movies had, I thought movies just made you laugh or made you scream. I didn't know they could make you feel things beyond that. Right. And to me, that film has always stayed with me. All I need to hear is the first few notes of the soundtrack, and I get kind of choked up. And it's kind of stayed with me all these years because I didn't realize the films could do that. Uh, now you could look at the film and go, well, it's just a pot boiler. It's just kind of a sappy little movie. But, right. you know, it's all about what, where you are in your life when you see something. Or, you know, you read, um, you know, you read a Kurt Vonnegut book. It all depends on what point in your life you're at, how you're gonna, what you're going to take away from it. Really? Um, Yuck. I don't own a Kindle. <laughs> <laughs> Dave, I want to know how you feel about... Uh... Birth of a Nation. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> the historical relevance? I don't care at all. Oh, okay. 
Um, all right. Well, uh, <laughs> Richard, we we do thank you very much for calling in. Uh, again, it is uh, future justice. Uh, fu- ju- ju- future jetits. Jesus, jetits. What is wrong again? with me? Future justice. Future objectives. <laughs> future ejaculations. Yes. Uh, it will be premiering this Sunday night, May 18th, at Cinema World in Lincoln, Rhode Island. You have two showings, 7 p.m. and 9 p.m. Tickets are ten dollars. Uh, you can actually follow these guys on the Twitter at Scorpio Film uh, is where you can find them, and the website is Scorpio Scorpio Film Releasing dot com or Scorpio Film Releasing dot Squarespace dot com. Uh, and uh, the, the the release is this Sunday, and we're very excited to see it. We can't wait to uh, see what you guys have uh, been up to here. Uh, definitely yeah, give this, them a follow. The seven o'clock one's almost sold out too, so if you want to get to that one, you should get your tickets now. Can I buy a ticket for the 7 o'clock one, and then when it lets out, I hide? <laughs> Stay and watch the 9 o'clock one, too? Theater hop? <laughs> oh, but can you second it. act it? Like, is there an intermission, and you can walk in in the second act? No? Yeah, there's a, there's a half-hour intermission between the two. Is there anything else? It's actually four and a half hours long. <laughs> uh, is there anything else going on? Um, Q&A after the film, I'm, I'm assuming. There's a whole lot. Of no, I'm, like, I'm usually I'm usually so I'm usually so drunk at these things that a Q and A would be like the worst thing in the world, or the uh, best thing. Oh no, I think it's the best thing. Can I come down and host a Q and A with you? <laughs> oh, uh, we, we're gonna have a lot of the the cast and crew are gonna be there, so you know, come watch the movie and ask us questions in the lobby. Just grab us and be like, hey. <laughs> This is a thing. <laughs> uh, sounds good. All right, again. What the hell were you thinking? <laughs> Future Justice, May 18th, Cinema World in Lincoln, Rhode Island. Uh, tickets are almost sold out for the 7 p.m. showing, and uh, they are still available for the 9 p.m. They're uh, $10. So uh, we're going to take a quick break. Uh, thank you very much again, Richard, for for, uh, for calling in and talking about this with us. I'll see you this Sunday, Richard. Gone. He's gone. He's out of here. All right, <laughs> we're gonna, we're gonna take a quick break and then we'll come back. We got some Harvey's headlines to get into. We, dude, we still haven't even. Here's the thing. Thanks, we get, Joe. We get so backed. <laughs> yeah, we get so backed up because there was so much conversation about pizza. <laughs> we have a lot of topics that we'd like to get. We haven't discussed the whole uh, Donald Sterling thing. We've been trying to for like three every weeks week. Now. We've been trying like, oh, we need to get in this whole Donald Sterling thing because there's so much audio and there's so much of this. Dumb shit, fuck! What he's saying—it's ridiculous. It's so funny. He—he's Adams Jones over there. He's sweating to hear it. <laughs> uh, there's that. Uh, oh, the whole bring back our girls thing is is going on, and then Harvey's got Kim Jong Un in the headlines coming up. So, mm-hmm. <sighs> any shameful tonight? Oh hell, we could do that. Yeah, shameful. I didn't write one, so we could we could do. Yeah, you want to do? We could do a quick shameful, right? Uh, I didn't do it with the three of us. All right. Joe, why oh, no. write one real quick? I don't have a paper. Or <laughs> just, wait, Joe will just tell you a story, on. and yeah. then it will, you'll pick his anyway. No, no, he, what here's what he could do. He could take a piece of paper and just wipe his ass with it <laughs> and put it in the mix, and then we'll know. <laughs> All right, uh, shameful guess who for anybody who's a first-time listener and for our guest here is what we do is, is uh, we write down a little story on a piece of paper, and then you draw it from this little plastic tin here, and, uh, and then you read the story, and you have to guess who that story is associated with Joe is out of the mix because he was picked last week and uh, for like the seventh time yeah he, he, he got picked we've been doing this for like nine weeks numerous times so it'll just be, t- be between myself uh, Diva Dave Harvey and uh, Mr. Parcheesi famous for Parcheesi's Poetry Corner so if you just want to uh, just reach in there just 
pick one, oh, read it, but don't guess yet. We'll get, guess when we come back. Yes. <clears throat> yes. Uh, I'm nervous. One time, I was at a friend's going away party, and we had strippers. They paid extra for a double-sided dildo show. When the show started, <laughs> I burst out laughing because it was so ridiculous. The strippers got mad about that and wouldn't give me a dance. Oh, wouldn't give you a dance. All right. So you have to decide That's between my, oh, myself, uh, uh, Diva Dave, and Mr. Parcheesi. Uh, in, the, in the chat as well, you guys can uh, take a guess. We're going to take a break, and we'll be back. Um, I'm Casey Calvert, uh, and you're listening to the Unloaded Cast.
It is the Lotus Cast, thelotuscast.com, at the Lotus Cast on Twitter. Oh. The people in the chat room are not happy about this song. What is this? It's Radiohead. Oh. <laughs> uh, See, the just, internet already turned off of Radio, uh, Radiohead like two and a half years ago, three years ago. This or, is you know. from their album, The Best of Radiohead. <laughs> well, that doesn't mean. Who, pick, who picked Radiohead? So. Just to give everybody kind of an insight as to how this show works, is we have a little Google Calendar that we put all of our, our topics in. Can you turn that down? <laughs> it's not even up high. It's at way less. Yeah, than well, it's, I, it's it's feel like it's overpowered. It's, it's not noisy. On the list the of head, shit. On the list of headbands, Motorhead is at the top. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, we we put a, like a list. Each of us picks out a song to put in. Uh, you know, you play it during the show for one of our breaks. Um, no, I think only I do at this point. Yeah, you've, it's only been you recently. And then we put you topics in there. and we no. Like all of our information. So all of us have a chance to see, okay, this is what's going on for this particular show. We all see it. It's there. And I want to know who picked Radiohead. Who put, who picked the Radiohead song and put it in there? Obviously Joe did. I did. Thundernuts. You, do you like Radiohead? Who doesn't like Radiohead? I fucking hate Radiohead. I will they say have well, you did songs. not put a song in there. It's blank underneath Matt. What is that? Uh, okay. Is it Okay Computer? Is that their album? Okay. Is that the one with Creep on it? I fucking... Oh, I hate that song too. Creep? <laughs> well, I didn't pick Creep. Well, I, I am paranoid. a Creep. They don't Android. say Android. Uh, well, Stone Temple Pilots, uh, but the disaffected teens all relate to it. It's true. You cannot complain because you put no music in here. And that's good. No music would have been better. Only I put one, in one did it a while ago, and you still haven't played it yet. So that's still my. Effective I haven't song. seen one every week. <laughs> I only download the songs that are in there. Well, uh, yeah, it did go like three weeks with Adam. Adam, being Adam are you are you saying that that Joe is doing his there. job by? By if you don't put one in there, I'm not down. No, but this, like I, I stopped putting them in because you never played them. I did play them. No, <laughs> I'm no. serious. I did. Joe's a TV radio. No, Adam had. No, you know what? Now it won't go. Screw you guys. <laughs> uh, Adam Joe had, had some moonshine. Yeah. <laughs> Adam had Rick Derringer's Real American for like three weeks straight, and it never no, it was did played. Not. Yeah, it yeah. Never, you never played it. Did yeah. you play that song for AJ? What song? <laughs> it was for dedicated AJ? to AJ. <laughs> I don't even know what song you're referring to. The one that you just played. Yeah, that you just played. Paranoid Android? <laughs> oh, just a, that's an awful title too for a that song. That's a really bad title. How does that can fuck Radiohead, man? Just what how does that douche. relate to AJ? Don't, Why would the Android be paranoid? He is kind it of robotic. Have, it doesn't even have a. I think it shows now. Like Radiohead won't even play Creep. I, I think that was their biggest hit. Everybody's covering it. That's why. Mm-hmm. <sighs> well, I see. I I don't really care about Radiohead's music, but I like them as a band because they always release like their stuff for free, or at least give the internet a chance to pay uh, pay like what they want for things. Oh, they do don't they really? Do, they don't do major studio releases anymore. All right, I'll give that. I'll give that to you, Radiohead. Everything else about you is shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, you think? Do you think? That, uh, I mean, do you think Joe's on edge tonight? Yeah, you, you you're think? on edge. See how I flipped it. What were you? you were I trying? even said see how I flipped it angrily. <laughs> <laughs> were you Not trying one Casey Kasem clip? Were you trying to get? Uh, were you trying to get what Casey something Kasem? set up with the TV? Um, There's nothing set up with the TV. Was there, there an issue with the TV? No. I can't. Were you asking Joe to put the TV on? I assumed he was because it was for a second. It was on, and I'm, I'll put it on when we have a clip to play. There's no, there's no signal. What, that's all what clip? we always do. I don't. I constantly have my monitor on there. You, you, you could extend your monitor onto it, but I guess that's... I'm not going to do that though, because then I have to drag stuff between it. I'm just going to mirror. Do you think? <laughs> do you think Joe's being thick-headed? No, I think you're trying to instigate something when clearly there's nothing here. Like I will play this on screen when we oh, have I something know. to play on screen. Of course, that's 
What'd you always Joe is kind of agitated. <laughs> Thank you, Adam. Thank you for pointing out the obvious once again. <laughs> oh, Harvey spends hours setting up and Joe can't even put whoa, on the TV. Whoa, whoa, wait whoa, whoa. <laughs> I like this. I like this. Whoa. We should have him on the show. He barely sets up anymore. <laughs> Oh wow! This, oh, really? This is the first this, week. That this we is did. the first week he got a huge break because he didn't have to break down last week. <laughs> the first week ever. Hmm. Wow. So what was that story? Wow. <laughs> There's a, a lot of tension in the room. Well, yeah. Thanks for artificially creating it once again. Matt. I don't think it was artificially <laughs> created. Hmm. You're right. I it's guess. Grown in a lab. Artificial yep. flavors. Yeah. That paranoid android was artificial. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was. Yeah, I think maybe you're in a lab, like an android. Um, all right, before we went to break, <laughs> we uh, we heard our shameful guess who story. Uh, one more time, all if right. you don't mind. Uh, one time, I was at a friend's going away party, and we had strippers. They paid extra for a double-sided dildo show. When the show started, I burst out laughing because it was so ridiculous. And the strippers got mad about that and wouldn't give me a dance. All right. Uh, Mr. Langhilio over here, he just pointed right at uh, Dave, hey man. For, famous for Harvey's headlines. Hey, man. Um, so you think... Uh, now, in our chat room, uh, Michelle, she, she, threw out, uh, she threw out Adam, and uh, Anchor Babcock also said Dave. So, so far, nobody has picked myself. Uh, they don't think that I saw a double-sided dildo story or show. It does seem out of character. Yeah, it does, doesn't it? Um, Only and, one dildo in your story. <laughs> exactly the one that's There's only on. one dildo in this story. It's, it's just double sided. <laughs> it's a giant gummy worm. It's like it's like Star Wars Episode One with the double lightsaber. Right. Yeah. If there's a dildo at a strip show that I'm <laughs> going to, it's still gonna one lightsaber. But uh, all right, I'm gonna uh, who 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 do you think? Who do you think? You know what? I will I will cover the spread. I can see you bursting out laughing at, at that moment. I uh, I would find that Ooh. to be hilarious. It's yeah. going to be a winner. Are you are you picking me? I'm I'm going to pick you. You're picking to, myself because because no one else did. I don't want you to feel left out. Now Joe, who doesn't have a story in the mix, who do you think? I didn't pay attention. To the story something <laughs> with a double sided dildo and okay. tape. I, I love that. Out of that entire story, that's what Joe picked out of it was the double sided. And there was dildo. a stripper well, that's, who didn't. That's what we riffed on. Who gave like a lift lap dance? So. This is the entire story that you're saying. <laughs> he, he's just so agitated. He stopped listening to us. <laughs> I'm gonna go with David Langell because I don't think anybody picked him, <laughs> and I don't want him to feel left out. All right, fair enough. Um, no, you are you are incorrect. It is not me. I'm sorry. Well, and I, I have to admit, it's Adam. <laughs> there was another clue in the chat where uh, Sean said, "I'm going to abstain from this." Yeah, one. he did do that. <laughs> he did give it away. Now that's how Michelle got it. Now, Fucking cheater. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now, Adam, tell us a little bit about this double dildo show. <laughs> I, I, I want, this, this is what I'm curious about. If you <laughs> does the strippers come in with like a pamphlet of like now here are the different things that you can get tonight? <laughs> I wish they. And did you that. guys were like, oh well, this double sided dildo looks awesome. <laughs> I think the guy hosting the party was talking to them, like saying, t- "saying like, oh, we'll set up around here." And it's like, well, we can do a double-sided dildo show, but that'll cost like a hundred dollars. How much was the strippers to begin with? Um, I'm not sure the uh, what the whole price was. I'm sure it was probably like three hundred to get them to come out. Really? Wow. And then, I've never had. And then a, they make their tips too. Yeah, I've never had an event where strippers came out to like something that I was doing. Like Oop. strippers didn't just show up. They could happen at the Lotus Cast if you ordered them. I guess. Were so. they, yeah. they A listers, Adam? They were pretty good. They weren't A listers. I give them a, a strong B plus. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> a cups. 
B plus. Um, I think one of them had some biggins. The other one was kind of petite. Now Sean was saying they didn't. Yeah, he said in chat they didn't even have a bodyguard with them. <laughs> okay, he said the dildo show was an extra three hundred bucks. What? 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 How who big was it? Who was paying <laughs> for this? Yeah, who's paying for the, who? Who says three hundred bucks for a what? <laughs> how could you? How could you turn that down? Yeah, we want the dildo yeah, I show. I say no. three hundred. How, how, how many guys? Are, how many people split that? It was only like twenty uh, there, bucks each. There must have been like. It. 10 or 15 guys in there. Maybe. Oh, okay. All right. 10, that's 30 bad. bucks each. Hey, that's still a lot. Okay. I, it, when it's I was, a lot, but if you get that many people throwing in, yeah. it, it diminishes pretty When quickly. I was in Montreal for my brother's bachelor party, it was $40 for two uh, girls to just eat each other out on the table. So 300 for that is quite a bit. So well, the, double. So the, the, the dildo show is an extra 300 yeah, <laughs> Yes. What was so funny about the, the double dildo show? Well, I was pretty drunk, and I, like, I was sitting on a stool like right in front of what the, where they were doing, and they're like sitting down on the floor with like their legs spread out, and they're like getting oh. scooting closer to each other. Like a tarp or something? <laughs> wait, 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 slow down, tarp. slow down. <laughs> that tarp. drug's going to get all dirty. <laughs> and, the, and the dildo itself looked ridiculous. It was like giant and purple and pink. And... <laughs> Did it look like a gummy worm? Kind of. <laughs> It looked like a like a gummy. Nice, nice. Was there any lube on it? <laughs> All right. Well, <laughs> that's a fascinating story. <laughs> I just can't believe three hundred dollars for. I'm in the wrong business. Right. That's what I'd be doing. Double you really dildo think shows. Like, you should be doing a double dildo I, show for I, the money, I, dude? For how often bucks? does that request come up though? I'm, dude, I, the people that Adam roll with, if they're the ones that they're <laughs> Depends willing to how throw, much is, how many options are on the pamphlet? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It was a good party though. I would have a pamphlet. <laughs> I think you got to have a pamphlet, right? Uh, Matt, would you would you do a double dildo ass to ass with Dave? <laughs> I guess for three hundred bucks. <laughs> yeah, seriously, man, three hundred bucks will do it for you. Yeah, yeah, I'm probably getting paid for it. Um, uh, it's ass to ass. Sean, Sean just said uh, the rug they did it on is now in my mother's office. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um, yeah, yeah, instead uh, of a Kickstarter, that's what you guys should do. A double dildo, <laughs> way better. <laughs> we, we could we could do it on paper. I would wait until uh, after Dave's waxing. Yeah, that's true. It's a good idea. Um, before we get into Harvey's headlines, I do. I just want to. We need to touch on uh, this Donald Sterling thing that's been just taking. I, I there's so much always going on in the world, and we're always focused on Donald Sterling, like some old racist guy saying horrible things. That's what we're focused on. Stuff. The whole Jay Z fighting. Yeah, Jay Z fought his sister-in-law. Oh, I, I just got to. I just got to know, Nat, are you? Regretting your decision for staying after the interview with all the dildo talk, or uh, eh, no, nah, <laughs> he's like, I'd, I'd throw in for some of that $300. <laughs> I'll put down a 20. I'm disappointed nobody included me in the dildo story. Um, <laughs> uh, so, so yeah, Donald Sterling, uh, Dave, tell us a little bit about well, uh, we all know about his female wench who recorded him saying things that she instigated him to say. Turn the tapes in, then she ended up being arrested six times before with different aliases and stuff and being crazy. <laughs> she is kind of crazy. Um, <laughs> she, she's a little he ridiculous. was then banned for life from the league and fined money, or yeah. $2.5 also, which is ridiculous because you can't be both fined and banned. You have to be, you're fined to punish you if you're there still, but he wasn't. So now, all of his family, How much was he fined? $2.5 I believe. Now, has he, has he paid? Do we have any reports? I don't know he if he's it? paid it or not. He's not I'm not sure. It. And he shouldn't pay it. But also... Uh, it, he's the still ban, in the league. He's not right, going to pay that right. fine. The ban wasn't even just on him. It was from any member of his family oh, yeah. owning that, or being what, any part and related to the team. Here's the thing. His but, wife still owns part. Right. I understand but, it. The guy's a piece of shit. You know, he... he 
he's just an old racist curmudgeon dickhead. You know, like that's what he is. And that's fine. But do you have to realize that, like, okay, fuck you and your family and your family's family. You're not coming back here again. That seems like something. That's This is a storyline from wrestling. Yes, it really is. It's like, like Klingons would do. He's dishonored his entire family. Yeah, for right, a couple right. generations, yeah. He'll never make it to Stovacor. No. How long has he uh, owned the Clippers? I, I, he's owned the Clippers for long a long time. time yeah. I'm not so, sure how long, but he's, well, that was quite a while. Back when he bought it, they were probably still white players. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, this man, he, he won a Lifetime Achievement Award from the NAACP. Yeah. No, he's, he's been like remarkably progressive with his actual policies. Right, yeah. exactly. Weird. Which, which, why is that not what matters? So the man yeah. said one thing well, to somebody in private. That's, that's what got him no, in trouble. I, I understand. And that negates all of the good work he has done, according to the, like That's I, nonsense. In fairness, at this point, to my understanding, it's not just one thing that he's said. Right, right, right. The hold other on, things have come on. out afterwards. And, yeah. Do you still look at Aaron Hernandez's football playing, or do you focus on what he's doing now? Well, nobody focuses that's a on little the different. charity he was doing right. while he was a football player. That's a little right. different. I, I, he, the scariest thing about this whole story is the fact that you you're not you're not safe to say anything anywhere anymore. Like right. it's it's done. It, People could be recording your conversation, and in fairness, I think it's a wiretapping thing. Like he didn't know he was being recorded, right. well, and I'm sure I think he's he didn't know that he was being it. recorded because no, uh, she, no, no, she used to record their conversations and stuff to play them back to him later, so then he would remember it. That's a legitimate thing that was part of her job. I don't know why, but it was because she she basically ran his life. I can just see him later. Like, what did I say earlier? Oh, that's right. I was saying the racist thing. Right? <laughs> can you put that on a loop? <laughs> but yeah, I forgot it, I was racist. Yes, any, yes. Anything you say now, like, yeah. and it, it's in private. Like, I, I get it. The guy's a piece of shit. Uh, to have these types of thoughts, I mean, it's come on. It Seriously? doesn't matter if you think he's a piece of shit I, I, or not. I, no, and I get that. But that's the thing. Shouldn't. He's a piece of shit. Right. He shouldn't be. You know, he, he shouldn't have the Clippers taken away from him. Right. I, I mean. Unless you find for some reason that he is um, expressing this racism onto the players, like they're not getting paid as much as other players because they're black, or people in his exactly. organization are not being treated fairly. But I don't think that's the case because he's very progressive in his uh, his whole outside appearance. So, I think he's just an old guy that you know. Speaking of being treated fairly, uh, Joe, I got a message from someone saying they feel bad for you that we were harassing you earlier. Uh, I call. I told him to fuck off. Oh, good <laughs> job. Sense. Good job. The the way I feel about uh the Donald Trump situation, I the uh, same way I felt about the PK Subban situation with all the tweets and stuff earlier in that series, I never will see words as racist, and I I stand by that forever. Words can be ignorant, words can be dumb, words can be a lot of things, but words can't be racist. Actions can be racist. If you're just saying things, you're not really affecting anything. Unless it's you're affecting people's feelings, so, but, so you're actually, saying you, you overlook his words and you look at what he's done. He's, right, he's employed. Exactly, uh, I look at what he's actually done. And yeah. and the girl he's dating was like racially mixed. So. Right, exactly. It, it's not obviously. What if the words are action words? Verbs can be racist. What if they're <laughs> adjectives? <laughs> not right. So right. <laughs> now, what is this? What? Why does he hate Magic Johnson so much? Uh, the Magic Johnson thing was strange. He hates Magic Johnson. So yeah, uh, he Sterling, wanted AIDS to win. Yeah, Sterling <laughs> sat down with Anderson Cooper, and uh, he 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 cried a lot. It was it was a really sad interview, and I don't even know why Magic Johnson was brought up. 
Like, why, why was that part of the conversation at all? Well, it wasn't I, it, I, he was he was who she had the picture yeah. taken with. Yeah, she, was, she had a picture with him and on Instagram. And oh, man. That's, that's what upset Somebody him. related. Like, she works with the owner of a basketball team taking a picture with a basketball player. Well, here's, yeah. the, well, here's the other thing that I, I, I don't really understand it because I'm not this type of guy. But I can see where some guys would definitely feel this way is in some of his explanations. Now, again... I, there's, you have to kind of pick through the layers of bullshit, but he he was saying like he felt really jealous of Magic Johnson because like ah man like I don't like seeing my my girl with this really fit you know good looking guy and you know he just happened to be black too so I didn't like that either <laughs> that's what he said what is happening he said that just to like say something hateful to Magic Johnson oh man he's he said some pretty crazy things. Like on the Anderson Cooper interview, um, he he said some mean stuff to Magic Johnson. Like he was he asked Anderson Cooper, he was like, "What?" He's like, "Well, what has Magic Johnson ever done?" And Anderson <laughs> Cooper goes, "Well, he's a great businessman." <laughs> Fucking Sterling interrupts him and goes, "He's got AIDS." Right. <laughs> right, can, we, can we play that? It's, it's I, the funniest thing. He's just oh just yelling at him. <laughs> okay, he's got AIDS. <laughs> what has he done? Can you tell me? Big Magic Johnson, what has he done? Well, yes, he's a business person. He, he's uh, got AIDS. <laughs> did he do any business? I like, did he help anybody he's got in AIDS. South LA? Well, I think he has HIV. He doesn't actually have full blown AIDS. <laughs> well, what oh, kind yeah, of a guy does that? Full blown AIDS. Full blown AIDS. <laughs> It's like it's like Anderson Cooper is on like Always Sunny in Philadelphia. He's got full blown AIDS. <laughs> Can you play that the, from the beginning again? I like too that if you guys have ever seen Aqua Teen Hunger Force, Donald Sterling sounds kind of like Master Shake. <laughs> if you listen to it, he kind of sounds like Master Shake. Uh, that's accurate. He done. Can you tell me, Big Magic Johnson? What has <laughs> he done? Big Magic Johnson. Well, yes, he he's a business person. He uh, he's got AIDS. <laughs> did he do any business? I like. Did he help anybody in South LA? Well, I think he has HIV. He doesn't actually have full blown AIDS. But... <laughs> well, what kind of a guy <laughs> goes every city has sex that. with every girl? <laughs> then he catches HIV. And uh, is that someone we want to respect and and tell our kids about? I think he should be uh, ashamed. Of... Is he aware that Magic Johnson's kid's gay? Is he? You didn't know that? Uh, no, I don't. Is that who I don't got know AIDS it. from. <laughs> I honestly don't really know much about Magic Johnson. His, his son uh, is like, uh, like a big, flashy gay. He's got like the boa and stuff, and he walks around L.A. I think his name is E.J. or something. Anchor Babcock in the chat does. Uh, it, it, yeah, I agree with this. It's like Anderson Cooper talking to his grandfather, and it does kind of seem like Anderson Cooper's got to get this quirky, like, "Oh, Grandpa, he's got he doesn't have full blown AIDS." Uh, I had that same conversation <laughs> with my grandmother, basically, like not that conversation, but I had like that that grandparent conversation the other day because my grandmother, my bubby, was telling me that I'm the worst person ever because I didn't go over there on Mother's Day. <laughs> And then she somehow transitioned from that to if you're not married to somebody, then whoever, like if you're the father of somebody, but you're not married to them, then you're not actually a father. It was ridiculous. Uh, you'll bump you a high five. Yeah. <laughs> what has Dave Harvey done? <laughs> Big Dave Harvey. Yeah. <laughs> He's got AIDS. <laughs> uh, I like how the, the thing is they always like go to the, oh, is this something you want the children to see? He's like, oh, <laughs> oh this yeah. is someone to respect and show to our children. Yeah, he's like, I can see this guy hates children. Like he doesn't. <laughs> he wants children to be seen and not heard. Yeah, oh, what definitely. is wrong with his eyes? That's like they're so closed. Well, it's his face. It's his, his lips look like he's got some work done too. 
Like he looks kind of a little plastic. Why did he surgeon? stop at his lips? Then there's a lot left to go. <laughs> because he's got AIDS. <laughs> oh, poor, dumb poor Donald His so, wrinkly skin is. Sagging. I think he he's fighting it though. Um, he should fight he's it. Not he doesn't want to give up the Clippers. I, I mean, in '91 or something, Steinbrunner had the Yankees taken away from him. He came back a few years later. I feel like Sterling can come back if he's not dead. Yeah, he he. It's just. Now there's always there's, there's like all these tapes that are leaking, like him talking to other friends, which is just weird because it's like, dude, what, what are you and doing yeah. with your life that everybody's just tape recording you? In this interview, he said there, yeah, there might even be other tapes. They said there could be up to a hundred. Oh, he pulled off that uh, Anthony Weiner thing. Yeah, he had to thought, well, there could be some other there pictures out there. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> oh, Anthony Weiner. All right, well there you go. That's our Daniel. Dan- what? Donald Jeez. Sutherland, Donald yes. Sutherland, yes. <laughs> Keeper Sutherland. We should just we should just tweet it, Donald Sutherland, and be like, dude, come on, why, why are you saying <laughs> all this funny. awful stuff? Um, Harvey's headlines. A 62 uh, year old man appeared on a dating show in Turkey. The man revealed to the studio audience that he had murdered his first wife and killed the lover with an axe. Just after he said that he's now an honest person looking for a new wife. <laughs> So OJ, yeah. <laughs> do you at that point just deliberately answer badly? <laughs> I really don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'd love to see I'm him unsingled d- out. <laughs> <laughs> Jenny McCarthy. Oh man, love that show. show. He's a little old for that. that. Twenty-five yeah. was their cutoff. Was it really? Yeah. yeah Didn't you see Romy and Michelle's high school reunion? Yeah, yeah. but Joe, when was singled out on? <laughs> yeah, yeah, way back then, <laughs> like fifty years ago. I think it works. It wasn't on fifty years ago. <laughs> Ah, these headlines. <laughs> Television reporter Elizabeth Matthews decided to um, hands-on report about human waste as fertilizer. The only thing that Matthews didn't hold were her inhibitions. Is she decided to scoop up some of the dump and smell it on the air. Uh, she, human dump? In. Yeah, human dump. Now, wait a minute. <laughs> wait, what was this on? Yeah, um, some whatever news channel in like Illinois. Hold on. She picked scoop- up a dump and smelled it. All <laughs> it wasn't like it wasn't like a fresh like just steamer. It was like processed like where did they find sludge. it? Sludge. Some farmer in Illinois has been using human sludge for years. I think he said since the eighties. It's pretty funny. Why? Why will human feces just always be hilarious? Like it's. Is there any? That's these are disturbing. These are. Rec- Recorded farts that David Langell recorded himself at home. <laughs> I'm bored. Well, whoa, to be fair, who doesn't record their farts? That's I what I use Snapchat for for the first year it existed. <laughs> well, that's what I use. You like built a whole app that he's debuting tonight. <laughs> Did you hear about the cereal dumper that was like just taking a dump of people's driveways? Mm-hmm. He was at night. He would hit multiple driveways at a night and just dump in people's driveways. And One guy? One guy and and they have him on video and he was like a uh, kind of like a middle aged Mexican guy is what his description was. He was just going around shitting in people's driveways. Do you remember? <laughs> do you remember that uh, story a year maybe more ago about the woman who like she'd go running every day and every day she'd just stop and take a shit at the person's mailbox. <laughs> I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. It was fucking hysterical. Hobbies headlines. Amazon has been granted a new photography patent for studio arrangement. The U.S. Patent and Trademark Office awarded the patent for taking pictures or video against a true white background. Wait, so they 
if they if anybody takes a photo apparently yeah that's an amazon patent now if what? you if you like if you just have a white background that's like actually white and just like an object or a person standing in front of it that's an amazon patent it's a ridiculous ruling but yeah how yeah i don't know you have what yeah i don't know how do you enforce it i have no idea how do you how ask that, for that money I, 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 I have no idea Thing. Just use eggshell <laughs> weight instead. They could just yeah. be a patent troll if they want. Yeah, yeah. With the whole okay. we're, patenting, we're patenting Ekru. <laughs> right. Nobody understands the ruling at all, but they did it. I I don't know. Who knows if it will last? It's like how uh, Michael Jackson patented uh, Happy Birthday. birthday. Song, yeah. yeah. He just stole Happy Birthday. That song. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's like nobody else copyrighted yeah. this. I'm gonna do it. And then The Simpsons made fun of it. Yeah, they did. And then with Michael Jackson. With Michael Jackson. And they yeah. didn't sing Happy Birthday. Well, they didn't have they didn't even play the actual recording with Michael Jackson doing it. Yeah. They, they left that recording just like on the side. Really That's funny. insane. I don't know how you enforce that. And everybody yeah. just takes pictures against it. all the headshot uh, people who do headshots for the uh you know, the actors. Yeah. It's all against yeah. the white background. No, no, I'm going to steal the uh, music from Future Justice. Mine was against the lush green forest. Trade yeah. market. <laughs> if you have a good photographer, they'll use something other than a white background. <laughs> or somebody uh, without white bed sheets. Harvey's <laughs> um, He hung up Joe's whitey tighties. <laughs> <laughs> They're still white somehow. Yeah. <laughs> Microsoft has finally wised up with their Xbox Live, ceasing to require gold membership to use other subscription services. I am happy about such this. Such as Netflix and Hulu. Um, the announcement coincides with the console re-releasing their latest device without the formerly required Kinect. I'm a lot happy about that part because I bought one with the Kinect and <laughs> I would have bought it without it because it's such a waste of an accessory. It really is. It, I don't even understand it. But I, I, I'm I, so happy that they're finally getting rid of needing gold to mm-hmm. use Netflix and Hulu because that's... Yeah, that makes yeah. sense. Yeah. Well, it's free everywhere else. It, I'm happy about that part, but like... I've been paying for it for years, like just for mostly that kind of stuff, and it was it's obnoxious that now is the time where they're like, "Hey, you don't need to pay anymore." I, I get I get a lot of use out of my Xbox Live. I mean, I all of the games that I have, I play. No, I mean, it's great for for yeah. games, but like things like Netflix or something. Like if you don't have any you're games, that you're paying, paying for the subscription. Yeah, you're like, already paying the eight dollars yeah. or whatever Netflix is because it it's doesn't go need up to be behind a paywall. Right. Yeah. It's stupid because you're no, not going through their servers for anything. For that. I agree. I Jesus, agree. simmer down, buddy. I want to complain. I want to complain about Connect. Screw I Connect. disagree. If you're going to watch Netflix on Xbox, <laughs> you have to <laughs> pay the Xbox subscription too. Jeez, Joe is rubbing off on everybody. Everyone's <laughs> in a bitchy mood. Yeah. Hate you, Connect. <laughs> Xbox, uh, search for upskirt porn. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Ups, Xbox, upskirt porn. That took us so long. It did. Check word. out our video on, on Lotuscast YouTube of us searching for ex- porn on Xbox with voice commands. Yeah, voice commands. Harvey's <laughs> headlines. Five centuries later, the shipwrecked Santa Maria has been found. Uh, is it? This is official. They yeah, did find they, it. Apparently, it's official. Yeah. I, yeah. I heard the other day it was rumored that it could be. They the said, ship. Well, I mean, it's it's always going to be rumored because they're not going to know for sure. But they're no, they like this one when is. they found Noah's Ark. Wait, yeah. Santa Maria isn't painted on the side of it? No. Well, I mean, at this Not point, anymore. I, I'd like to think that Columbus carved like Columbus was here. Well, no, because if you remember, Marie. they they took a lot of what they could from the ship when it crashed to build like their fortress. Yeah. So a no. lot of it's not going to be there, but yeah. So um, the so boat was found. There's no title in the glove box or anything, right? right. <laughs> yeah, the ship or the boat was found in the. It was Caribbean. also written here. Made up farcical story. Right, right. When, it's not made up. There was a Nina. 
the Pinto. <laughs> yeah, that, that was, and the Santa Maria. But oh, wasn't that order? What I want to know is when this part of the story is going to be brought into the schools, like when kids are going to learn. And this was the year that they found the Santa Maria. Like, is that ever going to happen, or are they just going to keep that bullshit just story to pump into no, kids' they, heads? No, they, they made a movie about it, Pocahontas. <laughs> they passed out the smallpox yeah. blankets. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe if we can get the Carfax on it, we can find the out Carfax. if it's the actual Santa <laughs> oh, Maria. Oh, that'd be nice. Uh, Harvey's headlines. He's slowing it down. Dun, dun. <laughs> uh, a video game about Kim Jong Un will soon be released. Um, really? The ga- yeah, the game <laughs> depicts video game. Yeah, the game depicts Dear Leader rushing through the streets of Pyongyang, fighting U.S. troops with his friend Dennis Rodman. <laughs> uh, it sounds like sneaking. It's a side scroller. <laughs> it, it looks like Contra. It's like the Contra style game. Which group is making this? I'm not sure. I'm question. not sure where the studio is. I'm sure it's just like a, a few friends or something doing it. But up, it up, down, looks down, left, right, left, right. I'm okay, gonna but, play the hell out of this game. Like it, it's not like it's not a major a propaganda studio release. video no, game no. or anything. I, like it that. may be, but I don't think so because I don't think that they would include Rodman if they were gonna. It's make the only game Rodman. you're allowed to own in North Korea. Yeah, that's it. Uh, there, there was a a game uh, back when the internet was becoming popular and i still had dial up my my family still had dial up but a, a friend of mine had uh, cable internet and uh, we were over at his place he had a game that was bill clinton jerking off i remember this game and it was monica Lewinsky, and she was holding the the black dress and she would move across the screen like pew, back pew, and pew. forth and you were trying to shoot your pew, load pew, pew. onto the dress Exactly. That's like, and I, his mom was in the kitchen while we were playing <laughs> this video game, and I remember he had to ask her for permission. He's like, "Mom, can I play the game?" And he, she just goes, "Ah, okay." But like, don't she, use the cigar. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> it's so ridiculous. Isn't there a game too where you like reenact the uh, Kennedy assassination? Is like, it really there, yeah. multiple different ways? <laughs> there are games for anything, especially flash games. Mm-hmm. Hobbies headlines. <laughs> Pope Francis said that he would baptize aliens. He feels that <laughs> he can't be the one to deny his from, vision of salvation from, from anyone seeking it. No, from space. Oh, okay. right. The less supreme leader uh, said, "I was never, the, or it was never the ministry of the closed door. Never." Referring to Catholicism. So aliens How, can convert to Catholicism. Right, right. Well, Catholicism, the word, means universal. Right. How is that anything but awesome? Yeah. I, I, I think that's cool. I mean, if you want to do it, then fine. The, this pope is doing what the past popes haven't been able to do. He's just kind of resurrecting the uh, whole Catholic world. and, and It's a good word to use, resurrect. Resurrect, yeah, yeah and making it kind of cool to be, uh, a, to be a pope. Well, the thing is, people expected this from this pope regardless of what he, his policy actually, like, like not knowing anything about the man that was picked, they expected the decisions and stuff to come from this pope because I'm pretty sure before John Paul II, there was a pope there for, like, a little bit of time that, like, was just, like, a crotchety old man. Then he came in and, like, reformed a lot. And then right after that was Benedict, who was an ass. And He's then, been a dick to you. Right, He's and now... Uh, I don't think Benedict really did anything at all. No, he didn't. And then Francis no, comes in as the reformer that's going to be there for a while. The position. And people, everybody... I remember uh, Was he the watching... one that showed himself in gold? Yeah. <laughs> he shot himself in gold? Showered himself in gold? Oh, he probably did. I remember watching an episode of Bill Maher a couple years ago where before Francis was uh, sworn in or whatever the fuck they do, they, they burn a hat or something. I've seen Euro Trip. No, Euro Trip. They burned a hat and then there was a new pope. Um, no, they burn the ballots that they vote on. No, you uh-huh. got to you got to jump over the broom first. Well, whatever they do, 
I remember them talking about how they expected the whoever the next pope is to make all these great decisions, and he really has. I like the guy. You have to yeah. eat a cow liver mm-hmm. first, mm-hmm. raw. Would you still like him if you didn't like Batman and Robin? Um, maybe. That's rough. That's yeah. a tough one. That's yeah. I don't know. Sorry to put you on the spot. I know it's rough. That's that's a really tough decision. Harvey's headlines. <laughs> a seventeen-year-old girl was kicked out of her homeschool prom for promiscuity. Uh, now, is is this like a, when you say a homeschool prom? Like, was she a homeschool girl that was allowed to go to? Prom? It was a it was a prom for a bunch of kids that were homeschooled. Homeschool group, and right. then they okay. Right. Uh, so, father supervising the event, ogled, uh, slut shamed, and eventually had the teen removed. Her clothes were code appropriate. Slut shamed. Yeah, and she said. Enough with the slut shaming, please. God damn, I'm not responsible for some perverted 45 year old dad lusting after me because I have a sparkly dress on and a big ass for a teenager. Whoa, where was this? In Virginia. Of course it was. Yeah, I like that word ogle. Yeah. Ogle. Um, yeah, I I was homeschooled from f- third third grade, I think. Did you go to your homeschool? Prom? Fifth grade. I was uh, from fifth grade uh, through high school. Uh, no, no, I didn't do any. I didn't do any of the prom or anything. I did go to a girlfriend's prom. Uh, I know sometimes when you you're allowed to like participate in school sports and stuff. If you go and talk to the school, like, hey, I'm a homeschool student, uh, can I be a part of your sports team? Like, usually they'll they'll work out some sort of program where you can go be on the team, uh, even though you're not going to the school. Um, but yeah, there's a lot of groups like that, and it's always weird. Like those ho- homeschool kids have that weird reputation because they're they're weird. They're fucking weird. They're not mm-hmm. they the socialization issue is a, a legitimate thing. Like those kids don't get a lot of people. Their parents shut them in. They stay at home and like they always, Oh no, we have our homeschool group. Yeah. They're taking your weird locked in kid to other weird locked in kids. And they're just locked in kids. And now a group, yeah, they're, they're the kids who are 15 and still have their mom set up play dates. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And it, it's, yeah, that's funny. And the, the other thing too, that I, I think is funny about this story is usually when you homeschool your kid is because you as a parent can't, you don't know how to teach your kid about the rest of the world, so therefore you shut your kid in and, and block them from the rest of the world. So that's why this dad had this reaction at this event, because he himself has no idea how to handle it. His kid, I'm sure, is mm-hmm. fine and has probably never heard whatever music that they were all dancing to at this prom, and she was dancing... Radiohead. <laughs> he was probably like... She'd you know, be lucky to have Radiohead at her concert. The Doobie Brothers, her that's his, his, daily, you know, his daily jam. So it's it's funny. I'm I'm sure that's a lot of what this is. It's just you have a girl who who had somewhat of a uh, is slut, is slut shame like a buzzword now. It, it, I mean, uh, it's a legitimate thing, also. But yes, it is kind of a buzzword. Gotta have those buzzwords. The issue is that with legitimate things, idiot girls on Tumblr will take it and then like put themselves like holding a piece of paper. Yeah. Like stop slut shaming me. It's like fuck you. You're well, holding a pe- like that that piece of paper. Like act. Can I patent that? Yeah, you should. Like, yes, you shit, should, man. That because the holding the paper. Obama up did it, or and, Mrs. Obama did it, and and being a part of like whatever activist issue. That's the new thing. This the whole bring back our girls thing. That's the dumbest thing ever. And people who do it, like, oh, they hashtag bring back our uh, the all the celebrities. Like, what are they actually doing? What is that For about the, the Coney Nigerian twenty twelve yeah, whatever Nigerian uh, Muslim extremist kidnapped? Uh, was it three hundred girls? It was yeah. I. Don't know what the exact number was, but it was at least. And they're they're yeah. planning to just sell them into the sex slave industry. How much one cost you, Adam? 
I wouldn't buy one of those. <laughs> but celebrities are putting up pictures like real men don't buy. Listen, we're not dealing with real people. We're right. dealing with savages <laughs> that are, you know, they, they're buying up women and selling yeah, women like, for sex. It's nobody, not... Exactly. Nobody that is, like, browsing the internet and seeing, it's like, oh, check this out. Like, this Do you think those Nigerian warlords are intimidated by all the hashtags? Like, right now they're, oh, oh, dude. Did you get? Did you see what Ellen said about us? Yeah. I'll Holy never shit. Guys, guys, Ryan Gosling's upset. <laughs> None of our girls will ever live in the White House. They'll He's never buy one. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> I actually really like the photoshops that I made of the sad Michelle Obama yeah, holding up the picture yeah. with the sad Batman. She was Batman. So sad. Well, my favorite one was the, the dick butt. Thing. They photoshopped yeah. out the the hashtag yeah. and they put the sad Batman yeah. in from from Bad Affleck. And then they just like, and she's sad that yeah. he's a sad Batman. My favorite one of the Michelle Obama ones was the dick butt. It's just her holding a piece of paper that with a dick, dick butt, butt on it. Yeah. <laughs> it's just funny. And now there's outrage upon outrage. So it's like you have the people who are outraged and they post these pictures. And now you have the people who come in and they Photoshop that. Now you have the outrage of the people who have, <laughs> have Photoshopped it. Like, how could they do this, this disgusting thing? It's just... These girls' lives are at stake. It is ridiculous. Yeah, I'm sure I'm, my Photoshop is going to change. I'm that. outraged that Harvey didn't Photoshop Turkey on that. Oh, well, <laughs> that's an outrageous. Maybe I will. <laughs> I know. I feel like if that's not done by uh, the end of this weekend, oh. we'll fail. Welcome, Michelle. Take take your uh, Obama parting the. Uh, I'm just gonna yeah, the I'm gonna, turkey one and put it on Michelle Obama. Yeah, sad I'm going face. to. I'm just like <laughs> she's gonna, just going to be sad. <laughs> have you have you tweeted for? Uh, oh, you don't tweet. I don't. You don't have a Twitter. I do not. That's right. What happened with that? How did that not happen? Uh, I'm secretly the shyest actor in the world. Okay, so it's it's it. You're just not into growing your brand as an actor and you know promoting I, yourself. And I I should. <laughs> I'm just awful at it. Do you want? Do you need somebody to do that for you? Because Joe and I have started our own company where uh, we social handle media. social media for yeah. people. Let me express to you the amount that I would have at my disposal to hire someone to do that for me. Yeah, <laughs> as a starving artist. We have no clients yet. You yeah, you want to be our, <laughs> honestly. You could be our first client, and we'll use you as we'll we'll provide you the service. And then in return, you know, we just get, oh, this is one of our clients that we have. I was thinking, we'll do that. We'll you, set that. We'll talk after that. You could cut him a deal. You could only charge him like 50%. Of what? of what exactly That's then whatever outrageous. you of the future justice earnings because <laughs> yeah. i've talked to langill over here and i know what how much these indie films are making <laughs> so i yeah i mean maybe he can give me 50 percent. 50 percent of a negative number is still negative wearing. right yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> is that a schmedium <laughs> he's very fit he's, he's much thinner than i am <laughs> He can fit it. I used to. There was a time I fit into shirts like this. Yeah, those are the yep, good old days. Yep, yep. And then I got married and had kids. I once in a while accidentally pick up that size of a shirt <laughs> from the store. Yeah, and then Chris Farley leaves. This is this is the shirt that I use. Like this size shirt is, is to wipe the ass sweat after a long hot day. Like after I go outside for an hour. I come back in an hour, fifteen minutes. No, it's the, it's the worst when you get a free T-shirt and it's that size. You're like, oh. what am I going to do with this? Exactly. Why does that happen? Because I I wear mediums and I always get like larges or extra larges for free T-shirts. Yeah. It's like what the hell am I going to do with this? Just people want you to cover your fucking ass. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Uh, XL days. That was a while ago. <laughs> I'm I'm in I'm in the XL days right now. That's what I wear at XL. Wait till you get the two X. It's great. So if you're that shy as an actor, what do you do to get like put yourself out there? Uh, Can you stand to watch yourself on screen? It's it's always weird to watch yourself on screen, man. It is it's I'm probably never ever gonna get used to that. 
and you, or at least I, and I've, I've found a lot of other actors have the same sort of thing. We're like, I think I'm terrible every time I see myself. All I'm seeing are the missed opportunities. And, uh, and, and so, you know, every time I'm looking, I'm like, oh, I could have done this. Oh, I should have. Why didn't I do this thing? And then I, I know if I don't hate myself at the end of something that I actually did really well. That's really what it's, what it's become. <laughs> that happens a lot, though. A lot of people are the own worst critics. They always see, yeah. and like I said, second guess themselves. Oh, I wish I could have done that differently. But yeah. no, I've seen Matt's work. You know, he's a fantastic, great actor. It's it's important to do because like you want to get better. And oh, you wanna, of course. You want to you know see where you could have improved and then make sure that the next thing that you do, you can always. do that. But yeah, I, I I'm the like the hardest person on the show. Like I listen to the episode or whatever, and it just I I get angry when things don't go right or that's not a good flow or it just yeah. It's frustrating, and you always, like you said, you want to put the best product out there, but you know well, we're still learning, so we're still figuring things out. And sometimes, it's, sometimes it's a hit, and sometimes you have uh, forty minutes until you start a show. So yeah. <laughs> it's all good. Thanks, Joe. <laughs> yeah, it was coming. I was waiting for Bat to either look this way or Langel to say something, and it happened. I don't know why you're so on edge tonight. I really very don't. on edge. Well, you said you wrote that script in a month. Was Richard Richard calling you like every day, saying, "Hey, you still you you almost done with that script? You almost?" Uh, it's it's. <laughs> It's funny. I got the go-ahead literally the day that I was starting. Uh, I was acting and stunt coordinating for a different film, and the day that I was going to start that that project, I got the I got the call in the morning from Richard saying, "Hey, so we're go. Let's let's get this done." Right. And I was like, "I uh, oh, <laughs> okay, <laughs> all right." And so I was like, I was off shooting this thing, and then I would come home and I would I would try to bust out as much as I could, and uh, I do know, the same it, thing every day. See, that's what you. <laughs> <laughs> You, you need to uh, you need to have ben somebody map a lot. run your yeah. Twitter because I, during uh, that whole process, somebody <laughs> could just be like, I'm "Still working on that script, <laughs> winky face." <laughs> but uh, but I got you know about two and a half weeks into it before he started going, "Hey, so uh, where's 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 pages?" It's <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> like it's coming. All right, come on. When you send him pages, did you just like send him like the last two? Like, the, <laughs> like here's the ending. Um, uh, here's no, a dedication I page. A dedication. <laughs> I have a I have a tendency to uh, to rewrite as I go. So like yeah. if I'm having trouble getting the next scene written, I'll be like, okay, I can go back and I can I can tighten up some, some yeah. portions of the script and I can you know seed something better. Like I had an idea when I was you know halfway through where I was like, oh okay, right. I, we should I should do this and I should make sure that there's some foreshadowing kicking in. So I would like go back and and insert things. We should make Langelo a gang member. Yeah, no. <laughs> I've written directly into the script, right. uh, Dave Langle's involvement. But, you can uh, see me here at my computer typing away. Can't you tell I'm working? Wait for him to leave so, and minimizes it. <laughs> but, so I would, I would send him the entire thing because a lot of times there was you know, revisions yeah, further yeah. back in it that, uh, that kind of mattered. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, makes sense. No, along with uh, Nat, does... Um, no, if I know the IMDb, you can see everyone else involved in it. If you want to, want to put it on the spot, because I always forget people. But if you want to name oh, a few of the actors, and... the, the very first thing that I got told by Richard was, "I want lots of characters." Yeah. So there's, I think, twenty three speaking roles in it. Or, wow. So like, there's, we we auditioned something like 150 people to to fill the roles, and it was uh, there's a lot of people who who came in and worked on it, and it's. Shocking the the level of talent that we that yeah. we managed to pull in for pretty much everything. Like yeah, you know. I notice you have two characters named Rag and Tag. Is I that, do. Is that on purpose? <laughs> it, it absolutely. Did you know was. that they rhymed? Did you know? <laughs> I I was unaware until uh, we were at the actual reading. Yeah. Of the first like table read 
<laughs> you son of a bitch I almost had that I almost held it together I was like okay uh-huh. alright alright but uh, no they uh, it, that's that's because I, I kind of had this you know riff and raff and, and were they based off of Floatsam and Jetsam and Little Mermaid <laughs> Tomax and Zaymon uh, okay come on I'm, I'm a kid of the 80s here. this guy's name is Gazebo is he aware that that's a structure <laughs> he is that's well, where old people sit. Okay, I don't, I, and I don't know. That's where gay people come. This girl's I don't name know why is Glass. Does she know that that <laughs> is Sean a that is a thing? In fairness, that one's her last name. The yeah. other ones I have to take. <laughs> why did you add any of these to the IMDb page? <laughs> uh, like the full names, I mean. Richard handles the IMDb. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> Blame it on him. That's fine. He got one of them, oh, Michael so Thurber. Yes, Michael Thurber is Michael Thurber. Oh yeah, he plays himself. He's fantastic. Such a character. He's awesome. How is he in the future? <laughs> I, I like, how did he make I it? Like there? Michael Thurber is ageless. I like that you right? have names. I don't know if you've ever met him. No. I like that you have Fantastic. names like Python Diamond. You have Gazebo. You have Rag and Tag, and then you got Victor down here. Yeah, <laughs> there's Victor uh, or Josh. <laughs> yes. Or Josh. Or Josh. Just That's there. so bland. Well, I mean, what did you not like him as an actor? Diamond. Like after you cast him, you're like, I, uh, let's give him just a plain, I plain Jane name. Sean, I love Sean so much. He's he's fantastic. I was. You, you you love him so much you just gave him Victor. I understand. <laughs> no, the, well, the survivors I wanted Jordan's to have like pretty pretty traditional yeah. names, you know. And the soldiers have traditional names as well, but they're referenced by their last name. They're you know Private Glass, and and so nobody really calls her Lindsay at any point. So she's referenced as Glass on the IMDb. Okay, uh, sure. And right. the members of the of the post apocalypse gang that show up are, you know, gazebo, ragtag, uh silver. Like they they have <laughs> names that are much more uh superhero. Kinda, yeah, yeah. Like, you know. They're they're the names that they kinda gave themselves. Right, right. You know. Yeah, when you think you're cool and you're like this is the name. Yeah. This is the name I give myself. It's like Parcheesi and Joey Thundernuts. Yeah. <laughs> That's not the name I gave myself. Right. Uh, I don't know about you that. Earned I think you did. You, you, earned it. you earned that name. I remember I that. I remember that meeting yeah. where you, we you all mean, on air when we, Matt said, "I'm just going to start calling you this." No, no, the, the, the pre-meeting where we all discussed what we were going to call each other. Right. Hey, hey, hey. Wait. Hey. Roll call. Hey, hey. <laughs> Names. Harvey's headlines. Finally, uh, the FCC voted today in favor of anti-net neutrality provisions. Three uh, two was the vote to allow. Now hold on, before you go into this, fast lane for paying websites. Net neutrality. Net neutrality. We've not discussed that here on the list. We've game. tried. <laughs> we have tried. Now I heard about this today. Okay. This net neutrality, not from the Lotus Cast. No, because we've never discussed it. No, it's never. Never once. Up. Never once. Uh, this is some scary shit. Yeah. Well, you're having issues with Netflix, and you're like, net neutrality. No. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm just blaming everything on net neutrality now. Like, I went and opened the fridge, and my milk was spoiled. <laughs> and I was like, net neutrality. No, that's, FCC. That's, that's a new thanks, Obama. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's net neutrality. God damn it. I, I stubbed my toe. It's net neutrality. It's a big deal. I, I got mean, in the yeah. shower, dude, and the water was a little too cold. Net neutrality. Hey, all I'm saying is that when our site is streaming... All of our content in the future, and we don't want to pay money to all the ISPs. Are you kidding? To get our stuff faster, our listeners are going to pay that money through subscriptions ah, yeah. <laughs> to keep right. us going. They're going to pay that extra fee. If we went to, to a subscription model now, unlike Howard Stern, none of our followers <laughs> would follow us, and we'd have no listeners. I would be curious. I want to just like get a poll for that. You need to get a Rat Pack first. Yeah, you can get a poll and poke it. 
Yeah. I, I went to Why Dunkin' Donuts this morning, and the iced green tea that I got, I ordered unsweetened iced green tea, and I just a lemon. It had sugar in it. They put sugar in it. I Net neutrality. But tell us how you really feel about it, man. I'm very curious about what you know. I'm very upset. I watched a video on it today. It was like a minute long. Explained. They touched on it. That's a really long time. <laughs> it gave me, a, and it let me know that it's not good. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. We have to defend. That's what we're doing. We're right. defending. Right. Net neutrality, neutrality is good. Right. Because, no, no, it, it obviously Wait, I, thought it, it was ba- I thought it was bad. No. No, it used to be bad. Isn't it like a trick name? No, net neutrality used to be bad until uh, we found out what the FCC really wanted to do, and then it became good. See, see, Adam. So it's all a conspiracy. Well, it's more that the FCC is shitty. They are shitty. They're really bad. See, Adam, what happens is if you look in the coupon section and you see at Stop and Shop that beef is 50 cents off And you just pound. bought beef yesterday? No, no, no. Oh. You see that's 50 cents, and then you go to the store and realize that that coupon is expired? Net neutrality! <laughs> I don't think that's it. <laughs> that's, I, I feel like you're missing. Correct. What, yeah. see, see, what was, was the cause like, of the Undertaker losing? Net neutrality! <laughs> see, I was going to be like, I just saw, I just bought beef yesterday, and then I saw that coupon, and I was like, net neutrality! That that works. <laughs> that works. You are You are grasping... <laughs> The whole net neutrality thing. You are understanding. Today, when we couldn't get the show up for 40 minutes, that one. Joey Thunderbuds. <laughs> Joe neutrality. No. For all we know, that one was net neutrality. That could have been net neutrality. That one was net neutrality because we weren't paying Comcast to service yeah. us. Fuck you, Comcast. For their speed lanes. Piece what, of shit. When you were climbing on a ladder and you felt a big splatter, <laughs> net neutrality. <laughs> it's going to turn into a Simpsons song. When you're sliding to third and you feel a big turn. <laughs> Net neutrality. <laughs> when you gut hide your wiener. <laughs> I don't think I've heard that in so long. <laughs> I haven't heard any of those in fucking 10 years. Do you have to lift it up to masturbate? <laughs> no, if you lay on your back, it kind of rolls off to the side. <laughs> Net neutrality. <laughs> Wait, Adam, hold on. Adam just made me incredibly curious. If you're like, if you are that size and like your dick is big enough to like fit into the fold, can you? Jackpot. (laughs) (laughs) Just like squeeze your fat around it. Is that a thing that you may do? I'll let you know. (laughs) AJ's still a virgin. (laughs) Net neutrality. (laughs) He's gonna grow a gut. (laughs) He's listening right now and he got that idea. Hmm. Joe drinks too much moonshine and comes on to AJ. <laughs> neutrality. I, I still don't see how that was a. You totally <laughs> did. That's the worst part. I don't see how. I'm gonna have to listen to the show again. I don't think it was on the show. I'm pretty when sure was, it was after. When was it afterwards? Oh, shit. <laughs> this was before you, Mr. Magoo, down the stairs. Yeah, he did Mr. Magoo down the stairs. Well, you guys are terrible friends because you let me go down the unsafe stairs. No, no, we didn't. You yes, just. You did. I was like, Joe, hold on one second. I have my hands full. Just wait for somebody to be in front of you, just so you don't like die. And then you're I like, nearly died. I'm fine. And then you like closed your eyes and like goose stepped down the stairs. <laughs> It was a moonshine. It was the funniest thing. <laughs> Big Magic Johnson's got the A's. <laughs> 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 I 
actually. I think it's just the HIV. I don't even remember talking <laughs> to AJ full, after the show last week. You gave him a big hug, remember? Yeah. No. Dude, you tried to finger his He gave me hole. a hug when we left. When you we left. Check that oil. You yeah. tried to give Jordan a hug, too, and, but he was like, don't touch me. Yeah, no. he didn't I don't remember do that. that. <laughs> I don't remember that part. Uh, anything left in the Harvey's house? No, that was, that was it. That was it? I did say finally. There are things, but I couldn't get to them in time. Okay. All and right, sixteen minutes. Right, but I meant to write th- anything about it or read the article. <laughs> Not neutrality. <laughs> Not neutrality. Oh fuck, that's funny. Um, all right, well let's uh, let's get into some final thoughts and then just get the fuck out of here. Um, I'd like to thank. Uh, uh, Nat for coming in. Um, it was actually cool. I was glad that you were able last minute to kind of work it out to swing in. And yeah. I, I didn't know this was the weirdest scheduling of a guest that I've ever experienced in my life because normally I just I talk to somebody and they're like, OK, yeah. But I was going through three people to get to you guys and I didn't <laughs> understand. And I, I remember I was just like it was so bizarre because. You know, Dave was like, "Hey, do you want uh, you want some of the guys from Future Justice?" I'm like, "Sure." And then he put me in touch with this girl, Jill, and with Jill, and Jill's like, "Oh yeah, great." And she's always telling I mean, me, "Oh yeah, great," but not telling me like, "Okay, we who who the guests are, who <laughs> we're gonna talk okay. to." And then eventually, she's I, I remember like I haven't heard any. She's like, "Oh, we've got our guests. Uh, everything's gonna be lined up. They'll they'll call in." And I was like, "Okay, cool," and I didn't hear anything. And, and then it's this morning, and I'm like, um, I haven't, I haven't heard anything from anybody. And she's like, okay, let me start a group chat, and <laughs> and then I was like, oh, hey guys, and it was just one word responses. I was like, hey, so this is our plan for tonight, and this is, and then it was like, okay, here's your, here's my phone number. I'm like, do you guys not want to? <laughs> it it would have been way better if you just got like responses of just the letter K from everybody. <laughs> yeah, just K. That's almost kind of like wow. how everything was. And then uh, when you said, oh, well, Jill mentioned that somebody would like to be in studio, I'd love having somebody in studio. Phone calls are great. I mean, yeah, it's great to talk to people that, you know, are not in the area and, you know, but they, you don't really get that yeah, whole no, experience. I'd, absolutely. And I, you know, I'm glad I was able to come in because I think it's way better to be yeah. in the studio. Yeah, yeah. it is. Also, I think I feel like given my phone status it's probably way better to <laughs> yeah i saw your phone studio yeah my phone flips open still, yeah so. he's still got the fucking <laughs> razor, <got> razor? <laughs> no it's actually pre-razor it's, it is it is yeah it is legit old school here yeah it's held together with super glue at the moment so <laughs> he's got like an ericsson <laughs> i miss that sound can you close your phone again for us into the mic <laughs> oh wow <laughs> right that sound I haven't heard Memories. that. Memories. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, your film... Are uh, you still paying back. per text message? <laughs> <laughs> no. It's like 10 cents a message right there. Uh, are you, are you no, you're you're T9ing it though, right? I am yeah. T9ing it. Yeah. It's, uh, oh, that's right. Your phone, you still have to press the I did, button but I, to text I, like three I times to get to a letter. But, like, it's, it's gotten to the point where like I know it, so I don't have to oh, look of course. at it. Yeah. Dude, yeah. that was the best part about high school. so much easier. Yeah, in high school, whenever you want to text a girl or something in class, you just left your phone in your pocket and you could text them. I've been... I, they I, had that dot on the number five, so you yeah. know where your finger yeah, was. Yeah, exactly. I've, I've gotten really good at like surreptitiously having a conversation while still texting somebody else. Something. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, in your pocket. I remember. Yeah. I remember texting. One, two, three. Just one, admit two, three, four. <laughs> one, two. One, two. <laughs> Net neutrality. Uh, but your guys' film, Future Justice, uh, is premiering this Sunday, May eighteenth, at Cinema World in Lincoln, Rhode Island. Seven p.m. and nine p.m. are the showings. Ten dollars for tickets. Uh, follow him on Twitter, Scorpio Film, or at Scorpio Film. Scorpio Film Release dot Squarespace dot com is the website. Uh, and yeah, there you go. So, um, any plans to after the re- the premiere to get it out 
to where other people can see it that uh, aren't in this area? That mostly is is being done by Richard. Okay. I am uh, get Richard it, on the phone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll call him again. Yeah. Um, I I know that he's looking at self distribution for, uh, for right. this and for the last film that he did, uh, Normal. So he's going to be making up DVDs. I know we're. Uh, you know, there's commentary tracks and, and all sorts of things. And he uh, just recently actually posted the cover for the DVD on the oh. on the Facebook page. Oh, yeah, I, page. Saw, I saw that on yeah. the Facebook page, yeah. So you can go check that out. Yeah, there is a Facebook page for Future Justice. I guess I should mention that as well. So go on <laughs> also Facebook. Also for Scorpio Film Releasing. So Okay, cool. So you can actually search uh, Scorpio Film there are Releasing lots of ways to stalk and us. Future Justice. Yeah, and, and keep uh, keep up to date with what's going on and when you can uh, when you can see their film. So we're going to do final thoughts. Uh, I'm going to throw it to Langilio. Hello. Uh, I'm actually looking forward to seeing Future Justice. It's like the, Richard's other films. You know, see Nat's writing. See it come to life. Um, I usually don't miss a premiere that these guys put on. And I'll uh, be there at 7. I wish you guys the best. Have you seen an example of his writing? No. Now, <laughs> so you don't know if it's good or not. I was just trying to get it. No, it's going to be. Ling, Langilio, <laughs> you don't want to be there right at 7? Because that's when the the movie's starting. You want to be there a little bit beforehand. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so like I want to rush in then. Yeah. <laughs> if you run in, guys, don't start the movie. Yeah. Yet. Yeah. <laughs> if I you disrupt it and people like they see your your big body like moving. <laughs> I, I'm, just, yeah. I'm picturing Langel with um, like a bucket of popcorn or something, <laughs> and just like his pants falling down. <laughs> I'm that required was, to sit in the back row so right. my head doesn't block that anyone. That was basically <laughs> us at Sensorium, like in the first movie. We went to get snacks, and we were like. Ten minutes late into the movie, <laughs> just disrupting everybody. We didn't go get and snacks. We went to get beer, yeah. beer and popcorn. Yeah, I sat on the stairs so I didn't have to walk in front of anybody, and my dick fell asleep. Yeah, just my dick. I never had that happen. When before, that happened, ever. did you go net neutrality? Yes. <laughs> I was terrified. I didn't know if it like what happened. Does this mean I'm having a heart attack? <laughs> it's just it was just gone. Uh, final thoughts to Adam. Uh, so I almost killed myself this past weekend, Friday night. What? Friday night, or with an like, yeah. <laughs> what was it? Deliberate or was it an accident? It was David an accident. Okay, because that's, that's a very <laughs> important distinction. I so when the medical examiner came in, he would have ruled it an accident. <laughs> <laughs> so a talented hitman is what you're saying. See, he was trying to make toast and take a bath at the same time. <laughs> what actually happened was Matt new challenge. <laughs> I went out with uh, Rando and Randall's girlfriend, and I had a lot to drink, and I didn't have anything to eat. Oh boy! And then when I came home. I was going to cook myself some spaghetti, so I put on a pot of water to boil, and then I went and I passed out in my chair, oh. and I woke up probably about hour to two hours later, <laughs> and the whole house was filled with smoke, yep. and, like, and the water's gone, it's and, just that pot is and I'm burning. Like, Net neutrality! <laughs> <laughs> uh, Why do those stories never start with, like, you ate too much and nothing to drink? It's it's funny though that smacking my lips that happened. Here's the here's the what's funny. alcoholism. He's in the air. I put on the water for tea and I fell asleep because of the tryptophan and the turkey because I ate so much. It's funny to me that Adam is so drunk that he's like, I'm gonna make spaghetti. Usually, if you're drunk and you're hungry. You just raid what's whatever's in the. It doesn't matter. Well, people if make things all the time when they're drunk. Like no, you throw like Eos in the idea. oven. And yeah, that's not making anything. You have to wait twelve minutes. Yeah, for he's it. no, and nobody puts it. No, you put it in a toaster oven, so then wait. you don't have to worry about it. Nat, it turns th- off. Nat does another backstory. What happened at Joe's apartment that time? 
Yeah, Joe Joe had to actually today found out that he has to pay uh or no not he has to pay, but he lost his uh his deposit. I did. So Thunder Nuts. What? Yeah, so no neutrality. We we were this is uh this is a, a kind of a famous story of ours. We we went to Rock and Shock. Um we were covering the event when we got done. We were like, Oh yeah, let's go grab some pizza, we'll play a little Star Trek Catan because you know, that's what we do. <laughs> Awesome. We don't we don't ever go you know out looking for some some poon girls. Yeah, we were like let's go play Star Trek. No, we wait for it to come to us. I do not yeah. game as much as I need to. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. So we we come back and we're eating some pizza and playing a little Star Trek Catan. And I I don't know why Joe Joe's famous for having some candles lit uh, and uh, not after that. <laughs> and Adam just takes a paper towel <laughs> and puts it in the candle. Now, his reaction... What a look at Joe right now. His reaction to this is, oh my God, this, this paper towel's on fire. So he just takes it, turns in his chair, and drops it on the carpet behind him. It was going to burn my hand. Now, you don't want to hold on to a paper towel that's on fire. No, the, you, you, you make a good Apparently. point. You have a, a good point. Now, he, he stares... Now, he doesn't even get up like, oh, man, i got to put this fire out. What were we doing at the time? He, he stared. I, I they was, sat yeah. and watched. Yeah. Matt and I were focusing on our turns. Yeah, they're yeah. like, Cause, <laughs> Dave, do you have any resources to trade? <laughs> my, my favorite was my favorite was when Adam dropped it. I remember the, all I did was I just shifted in my seat. Like, I leaned over. <laughs> and I, I looked and I went, oh, hey, Joe, it's still smoldering. <laughs> and Joe's like, oh, no. And he's trying to put it out. And it left this like pretty significant black burn stain oh, in his carpet. And then Joe recently you know, moved out. And uh, well, how much was that deposit? That was a month's rent. Month's rent. Yeah. Was it because of that? They had to replace the whole carpet. There was nothing else wrong with the apartment. Yeah. Unfortunately, with the way they do carpet, and the, it's dumb too because their carpet's really cheap. In any apartment yeah. complex, all the carpet's cheap. They usually redo them anyhow. With but you can't just replace like a section of carpet yeah, because it's all, one it's all piece. one piece. Yeah, yeah, it's all one big piece of carpet. It's kind of kind of silly, but uh, it would be easy enough to if they wanted to if they stopped selling floor or uh, wall to walls like that. Yeah. Like it, it really is the same. I mean, you just put tack strips around that spot instead, but they don't do that. I switched to LED flameless candles after that. So. <laughs> Did your toilet clean up? Uh, it is clean. It's the new toilet, though. It's rough. Um, we've had some clogs already. Oof. In this house, yes. It's in this house. <laughs> so that was uh, yeah. It's got a small hole and a low flow. So <laughs> I wish all women were like that toilet. <laughs> <laughs> small. Small hole and low flow. Yeah, yeah. we get it. No, yeah, and I when think you, we understand. When you poop, it again. wonderful. <laughs> There's just more poop than water, and then you go to flush it. And it gets stuck. This is just getting better. Yeah. <laughs> final <laughs> thoughts to uh, I'm gonna I'm a Nat. Final thoughts, sir. Uh, yes, that's a good old poop story. <laughs> well, How just, am I supposed to follow that? Really, that's uh, that's I, not even like the worst poop story we've told here. No. Yeah, I don't know. Usually, your final thoughts just you know whatever. Whatever. Nah, I'm. I'm it's not even like good, go see my movie. I. <laughs> We've said that a couple of times. We I'm, I'm hoping that the people who are interested in going and seeing the movie are are already like, yeah, I'm going to do that. And I I'm feel gonna, like if I say that, you're not right going to say now, go see somebody else's movie. I I know Dave's got one. <laughs> I'm going to tell you <laughs> right <laughs> now. Provoked has got a it's got a Rhode Island screening coming up, doesn't it? Yeah. Yes, it does. June 22nd. That is true. See, That's there right. we go. Go see his movie <laughs> after you've gone and seen yes. my movie. The funny thing is, is is nobody, none of our listeners, will go see your movie this Sunday because. 
Net neutrality. Son of a... <laughs> oh, I should have seen that coming. It ruins everything. Um, Joey? Are you guys going? I'll put you on the spot. This Sunday? Yeah. Yeah, I'll be there. Right. Maybe. We'll see. <laughs> Sunday. <laughs> on, it's the Lord's on Day. Game but, of Thrones see, night? Because I'm in studio. <laughs> oh. Because you know, I'm in you, studio, yeah. I know what you look like, so I'll know if you weren't. That's true. Mm-hmm. Unless I get a haircut. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, just hope it I should have waited a few days. Well played. Usually when I go out in public, I I, I look different. <laughs> it's a Redskin hat. We, we actually, since we're so famous, we have right. to wear dust masks yeah. like Michael Jackson. Okay. Wear, yeah. We have to wear... So when nobody shows up in those, I'll, right. <laughs> I'll know that you weren't there. A disguise. Um, yeah, you know, we could always, we could broadcast live there if you want. You know, we could just show up and do a podcast from your lobby area and just shout net neutrality. <laughs> A half hour, so we're two for three for the last premieres. Yeah, we'll see X Men instead. We are two for three. <laughs> yeah, we we it's a good we, average. We did uh, we did the provoked premiere up in Salem. We did uh, the sensorium screening uh, down in Rhode Island, and then we attempted mm-hmm. to do the transsexuals from space premiere at a restaurant. At a restaurant <laughs> at a Chinese restaurant, and that didn't happen. <laughs> and Arthur okay. Wahlberg. Drinks a lot. <laughs> he's a piece of work. He, he's, a, he's actually coming on season two of Wahlburgers. He's filming right now. He, he mentioned that about a hundred times that oh. night. Do you guys know him on season two of Wahlburgers? My favorite thing about that. So uh, his his fiance going to be drunk in every episode. <laughs> his fiance was there and she sees us. She recognized us from the sensorium screen and she came over and she's like, "Hey guys, like you know, nice to see you." And then she she leaves and then Arthur shows up and she brings Arthur over to our table. And she's like, oh, these are the guys from the Lotus cast. They were at the sensorium screening. He leans in. <laughs> no shit. Right, like, goes to shake my hand. Joe, you got to. He, he's like, hi. Grabs my hand and doesn't let go. And he's like, listen, guys. We're, we're going to do this. Let me get some food. Let me get some drinks. And then we'll do, we'll do this. And I looked at him and I was like, all right. <laughs> he lets go of my hand. Right, after five minutes. And then and vanishes. <laughs> well, we were just confused because we were like, do what? Yeah. Like, what, what the hell? I was like, we, we weren't. This, we, clearly. We, yeah. had, we had nothing set up. It didn't look like we were there to do anything other than we were sitting there. And we, we I think we had glasses of water in front of yep. us. We did. We didn't know what to do because literally well, like, how, we couldn't have any equipment there. Yeah, that's how you know, though. If they have water, then they're they're you know talking and they want to they want to keep the yeah the, the Maybe, hydration going. Right, and right. If they have alcohol, then do we have the recorders out with the microphones? Maybe that. Uh, maybe there were a couple of microphones out, out but yeah. I, I, they were like down, like they yeah. weren't out. And <laughs> it was it was just ridiculous. I just remember thinking, like, what what are we gonna do? Like, what <laughs> what what's gonna happen? Eat the worst Chinese food. <laughs> you're gonna watch season two though. <laughs> I haven't seen season one. I, no, actually, yeah. I don't think you're before gonna before season two came around. I was actually in talks with the producer to uh, do a reality show with Tony and uh, when, and Artie. Oh, <laughs> it was like he was really what? interested. <laughs> and Tony and I had a fallen out. And I just didn't. Yeah, I I would love to see the the reality show. I would love to see is Tony Moran and Tony Todd. The two of them. <laughs> T squared. Yeah, yeah, just call it Tony on Tony, and yeah. just send them out places. The producers. Um, he does shows. He actually is a producer on that. Um, custom, counts custom cars on all that oh, stuff. Cool. So he's legit. He seemed interested in. Ooh, Pawn Star spinoff. Yep, exactly. <laughs> You're looking to train it? Pawn at a seven. You'd watch that train wreck. <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> uh, final thoughts to uh, Mr. Harvey. Famous for Harvey's headlines. Diva Dave Harvey. 
Well, my final thought, I had planned it to be about a Bruins victory. That, uh, but I see you pulled something up on your Facebook page here. Well, no, this is this is irrelevant. I just oh, okay. To I didn't you. know if this no, was your final no, thought. No, it's not. Um, no, but that that didn't happen, and I'm very sad. And now I don't have a beard anymore. But I don't have one either. Yeah, Wait, and I blame Joe for this because yesterday <laughs> he shows up at our friend's house without a beard. Ooh, I didn't realize that was a faux pas. You're not supposed to do that during the playoffs, Joe. So that's why they lost. What I love about this is our new sponsor that we're picking up in June um, is a beard care product. Hey, man, I can grow a beard plenty fast. It'll be be here. 50% of the Lotus cast (laughs) has shaved. It was really... What the fuck? It was really itchy. um, It'll be back. If I wanted to, by the end of June, I could probably get another one. Yeah. I mean, spent yeah. all that time softening it up with the product, and yeah. now now it's done. It also it, it kind of it looked terrible. Rules. I thought it kind of looked like a pube beard. It wasn't full <laughs> in like all of the spots. It was just <laughs> rules are rules, man. Yeah, I mean, I got to obey the rules. It wasn't it wasn't super great. It wasn't my best work. <laughs> are you gonna do better next time? Pube beard. I don't know. I probably I, I think I do best with like the weak o'clock shadow I have right now. Um, Joey Thundernuts, old pube beard over here. <laughs> Uh, I actually have two things. Um, I was going to say happy birthday to Charles, but he's not here because his birthday's in like three days. Um, and the other thing is you should check out KNA's first episode because it just came out. As a Kickstarter Fuck, yes, you should. Um, donor, I donated their Kickstarter. It is partly responsible for, like, you should go see uh, their first episode. It's up on YouTube. Yeah, definitely. Uh, yeah, go. Uh, uh, their Twitter is at Carly and Alex, and I believe the website is CarlyandAlex.com. Yeah, their first episode is up on YouTube. You definitely need to go check it out. Um, I I was shocked. Let me tell you a couple things about this Kickstarter. I donated to it. I kind of thought it was going to fail. I was going to get my money back, uh, and I wasn't going to have to spend anything. <laughs> and it came out of nowhere with like funding at the last like two hours. Like it, it got like four thousand dollars of funding. The thing is too is they all were very funny on our show. They're so. Funny. I had a yeah. good time with them. I, they're they're really funny people to talk with, but sometimes that just doesn't work well. Like I've, uh, after we've kind of put our foot into this whole indie thing, like as we start to see stuff, it's like, well, you're not as funny as you kind of think you are. You're not as tough. It it is tough. It is tough. So when I saw it, I laughed. Like when, when, uh, there's that scene where they're in the doctor's office and she (laughs) says the whole thing. Well, yeah, Yeah. of course. But (laughs) when she she mentions chlamydia, she's like, that's still a thing. (laughs) Like, it's just funny. It's a funny show. Uh, and I never thought about that because I was like, yeah. "Wow, you don't really think about chlamydia anymore." No, that's not like something you would you'd yeah, get. Yeah, you just—it's or like the lesbian who got like herpes. And yeah, just... lesbians don't get herpes. Whoa, whoa, I, whoa! I, I spoilers. Yeah, there's some spoilers. Yeah. But go to. Uh, it's a fun. Yeah, it's really it's, funny. Yeah, search on. Carly on Alex on on YouTube. They, it's really well put together, well shot. It looks good. It sounds good. They've got five episodes, and they're premiering uh, each episode every two weeks. So two yeah. weeks from now, they'll yeah. So subscribe two. to them so then you can keep up with everything. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Uh, yeah, that's a good uh, good final thought. My final thought for the evening is uh, the Foo Fighters announced that they have a new album coming out this fall, and I'm really excited about it because I like the Foo Fighters. That is all. That's all I have. You know what? I, the Foo Fighters, um, they always play Monkey Wrench, and it's not my favorite song of theirs. Like on the radio, like if you, oh, right, if you yeah. hear like a Foo Fighters song, like they're just going to pick Monkey Wrench. Yeah, it's not my favorite Foo Fighters song either. But It was also on like Rock Band or Guitar or one of those. Yeah, it definitely was. All right, we're gonna we're gonna wrap this shit up. So, uh, thank you very much, uh, Nat, for again doing this whole thing, and Richard for calling in. And, and Michelle said someone should have said happy birthday to Doug. 
Doug Funny's birthday was recently <laughs> uh, last weekend. So happy birthday, Doug Funny. Yeah, I like that. Doug Funny. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right, yeah. So we're going to end the show. Uh, you want to play some music? And You like Foo Fighters, but not radio? Future Justice Sunday. Future Justice <laughs> is this Sunday. Uh, let's see. Let me pull up my thing. It's uh, May 18th. Uh, Cinema World in Lincoln, Rhode Island, 7 p.m. and 9 p.m. $10 tickets at Scorpio Film on Twitter. Uh, search search Facebook uh, for Future Justice and Scorpio Film, and it's all there. You can find out what's going on. We're really excited about it. Yeah. Looks like a looks like a pretty awesome project. So, um, a ton of fun. So, yeah, yeah. Hopefully, it comes across on the screen. I believe it will. I think so. I have, I have faith. I have faith. They're gonna talk about it on Thursday, so you know next week. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Tune in and see what they think. Uh-oh. If it's terrible, we're going to lay yeah. into it. Definitely will. We probably won't. Uh, we are the Lotus Cast uh, broadcasting live, or trying to, every <laughs> Thursday night at <laughs> 9 p.m. Uh, Radio Net neutrality. <laughs> Net neutrality. RadioFubar.com is where you can hear us and all the other great shows like Wheelbarrow Full of Dicks. Um, the Furnicat. Actually, you know what? I'm kind of tired of some of the other shows. Like I, I keep talking about them, and I listen. You know, I just, I've, I'm tired. I've, I've had it. I've had it with trying to be a part of this network that just, to, there's one guy. There's one guy that networks. And it, there's a network, and there's one guy who networks. So thanks. TheLotusCast.com. Thanks, Mike. <laughs> yeah, go to TheLotusCast.com where you can hear us on Spreaker. Um, and there it is, at TheLotusCast on Twitter. Give us a follow. Uh, and, uh, and, yeah, that's it. So uh, in the meantime, guys, go fuck yourselves. We'll die.